Welcome, agents, to Strain 56-VDR of the Zero Point Report, a broadcast all about the news surrounding the Secret World IP. Today is Thursday, January 20th, 2022, and I'm your host for this evening, Ocho. With me tonight, we have Waffle. Oh. A two-ton Waffle. Didn't see you come in. Hi there. Hey. I, I love how the person that is literally broadcasting the episode is like, oh, crap, there's, there's, there's people in the chat. There's people on here talking to me. What? Huh? That was like a, that was a, um, like like Mister Rogers vibes. Oh hey, oh hey, welcome. I didn't I didn't see you there. Hold on, let me tie my shoes while I <laughs> one of my vests. Won't you be my neighbor? my home right my home shoes? He had a specific pair of shoes he just wore now, and we have Jimmy the Rabbit. Thanks. Nice Didn't want to forget to say that. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't want to say that before Thanks. I completely Appreciate went off the rails into some other <laughs> somewhere else. I caught it. I caught it. I caught I, it. I don't think you did. <laughs> I, I did. You caught not it. Well. You I, caught it almost it fell. The way that you see someone, you see like the guy at the end of Die Hard, like falling from the roof. <laughs> You're like, no regrets. <laughs> but welcome, welcome. Uh, hey, Vomer, how you doing? Alan Rickman is the guy. Don't name check me, Vomer. <laughs> wow. Alan Rickman can be the guy. And what was the character name? He's he's the he's guyish. I don't remember. Hans Gruber. All right. What was the brothers? The, it's a bro is his brother. Is his brother Alan Rickman or Hans Gruber? <laughs> Listen, I I know that we're now expected to watch Die Hard every christmas but well it is a christmas movie it is a christmas movie yeah i will fight you in the street <laughs> every movie is a christmas movie if you try hard enough yeah but die hard legitimately is like at christmas oh, at a yeah. christmas party it's an ex it's an excitement shop <laughs> oh i regret nothing actually for me die hard is also thanksgiving okay because of the 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 song uh, Guys Night Out did the 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 music video and the song. Like, a, we're gonna die, die as hard as we can. Have you seen? Have you seen that? I can't say that. They, I think they no. originally were like getting like sued or some shit, and then when they made like Die Hard Four, they turned around and were like, because uh, it was kind of like a like a cult like hit that that Die Hard. So I think originally they were facing like legal action, and then when they're coming out with number four, they're like, "Wait, we want you guys to do a fourth verse," and then they like paid them to do a fourth verse of the song, and like uh like use that song to promote the video, or not the video, I mean the the movie. Okay. Hardcore. Do it. It's hilarious. It's the band. <laughs> I think the the group is called Guys Night Out, but if you just search like Die Hard song, you'll you'll find it. It's amazing. It's just, it's a, it's a song all about the plots of the first three movies. <laughs> and then if you see the extended one, it's, uh, uh, it adds, it adds the stuff they know from the trailer of the fourth movie, but they haven't seen the fourth movie because it wasn't out yet. So the, so while the writing of the song is literally about the plot points of all the, the three movies, when they tacked on the last verse to promote the fourth movie, they're like, it looks pretty cool, <laughs> and there's, you know, helicopters crashing into things, because, like, all they could write about was what they saw in the trailer. 
Um, yeah, and then he had the truck with the uh, I forget what kind of. There's Jeff a helicopter was. crash. Well, the chorus is yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Yay, Mr. Falcon. Uh, it's it's a it's a hilarious song, and I think we discovered it on because I used to road trip out like two thousand miles from California to Oklahoma like every Thanksgiving. One of the trips out, and it became like a ritual. Like every Thanksgiving, when we drove out, we would end up playing the Die Hard like music video like on loop. So now Die Hard is not only a Christmas movie for me, but it's a Thanksgiving song. <laughs> That's fair. Like now like, you don't even, you don't even think, like it doesn't even it doesn't even feel like Thanksgiving until you hear it. Yeah, legitimately, yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, Thanksgiving time to play. <laughs> time mm-hmm. to play. And then like I love the I love the uh, I think it's like the third one like. Uh, I think it's the third one's like there's no Alan and it's not Christmas because <laughs> you know Alan was the the cop, the guy from Family Matters mm-hmm. in the first movie, mm-hmm. and he's in the second movie for like two scenes or something, right? He calls him on the phone in the second movie, and in the third movie, Sam and Jackson they just don't have him at all. So in the in the in the lines of the song for it, they're like. For Die Hard Three, they're all there's no Alan, and it's not Christmas. Well, I think it's because uh, he actually the guy who played the character actually died before Did he? they. Yeah, the third one. The third one, yeah. Could be. Uncle Phil, he died. You're still alive? Is that what you're saying? No, he died. I know what I'm saying. You're saying if he was still alive, they would have probably given. Yeah, him part a more than likely like had it in, in there. Yeah, Just like a callback or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now Die Hard's, like, on, what, movie 7 or some shit? No, it ends at 3. Is it really? No, because, like, the, the one with Russia with his son. <laughs> no. I don't know like what a, like a CIA agent or something. I don't, want, don't know what movie you're talking about, but that's not Die Hard. <laughs> uh, wasn't there one with Jack Black? <laughs> nope. I'm, I'm dead serious, though. That's some I generic action were... flick that has I'm no pretty basis. sure Jack Black was in the fourth? I know there was one with Vin Diesel and The Rock. No. no. It's about family. Oh, man. I have no idea how we're going to tie this back in the secret world. <laughs> You're going to have to give me a minute. I guess. I guess. Okay. I'm going to have to go like back into my, like, my introduction of Jamie. I'm just going to be like, nope, here's the news. Bam. And just go right into it. <laughs> All right, hold- Listen, I got this. I got this. I got this. Everything yeah. is true. Everything is true. <laughs> there you go. Tied it in. Everything is true. In the secret world. Vin Diesel, <laughs> Vin Diesel the on the rock, right? We're in a Die Hard movie. Everything is true. They're not called Fast and the Furious in the Secret World universe. They're just more diehards. <laughs> die Harder. Die Harder and Furiouser. I almost spit out on Margarita. God damn it! <laughs> but yes, die. we have news. We have news about the. Die, no, we don't die, have news about the Secret World. Die furiously well, hard. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> furiously hard. <laughs> Mike's sounds... hard furious. Neither of those sound safe for work. Neither of furiously die hard. Bomber's getting getting in getting to it. There you go. Furiously die hard, yeah, yeah. Die furious. Die hard family. High hard. Um harder die furiously. <laughs> Faster. Die furious sounds like a threat. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> die it's it's die mad, but it's die furious. Yeah, but die furious hard sounds like a kink. 
Well, that's one way to go. Died happy. No, not happy. Furious. We might have just killed Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> just a little. I'm still coughing. All the dang time. It's all good. If I didn't know, I didn't. If I didn't have such a gut, it'd be like a, a six pack right now. Like all my, I've been I've been oh, doing continuous crunches thing. with my coughs for who knows, like two months now. It's all good. It's all good. But we have some news that we want to share with the Secret World community. First and foremost on my list is uh, one of our one of our Secret World friends, one of our very good Secret World friends, Joshua Deach. Uh, we want to give a big congratulations to Joshua Deach and family on the birth of their son, Vincent Magus Deach Romero. Congratulations, Scriv. Welcome to the world of parenthood. Welcome to the world of dad jokes. And then blame it on being a dad. So my jokes were dad jokes before I became a dad. And I just, well, now I'm dad. Now I can actually say them, yeah. Yeah, you, you, did, you were um, part of a club beforehand. I'll say the uh, mother who goes by Alba Margarita Art on Twitter. Um, we wish her uh, all the best. We hope she is recovering. Weighing in at six pounds, 11 ounces, and with luscious hair and long eyelashes. That transition. <laughs> it's like, I was like, wow. I was like, the mom is very light. You're talking about the mom. <laughs> she's she's six pounds, like... 11 ounces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy crap. That baby must have been huge. She dropped a lot of weight. Well, that's what yeah, usually The baby happens. has luscious hair and long eyelashes. And then he noted, what have we wrought? I'm sorry, what hath we wrought? Well, you're about to find out. Chaos incarnate and yep. also poop. <laughs> Lots of poop. <laughs> Literal shit. Be like, one time they will poop on you. They will pee on you. That is That is part of, that's just part of the ritual. That's just uh, part of all the fun. I remember, um, <laughs> congratulations to the happy Eldritch family, yes. Uh, one of my wife's friends was pregnant, and before the baby came, they figured, like, they bought they bought diapers, you know, they, they prepared, they bought all the diapers, they bought all the whatever, and then they were looking at uh, baby wipes, and they were like, okay, so we're only going to need maybe one to two baby wipes per <laughs> diaper and so so they bought a whole mess of diapers and then they only bought like one pack of baby wipes jesus because because the baby wipes came in like a pack of like you know one one pack was like a hundred and they were like that should be good for like 50 diapers oh yeah 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 five like five <laughs> They're off by like a factor of ten. <laughs> yeah, they're off by like, yeah, a certain order of magnitude. Uh, no, you're gonna need more than that. And, she, like, and her friend came back with, no, 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 no. We think we're good. We think we're all right. She's like, no, no, you're not. Like, like the poo alone is gonna be like five plus wipes, and then God forbid that you don't catch them and they like just pee <laughs> like now now you're using wipes like you know to mop up stuff as mm -hmm. well you know wipe things and, down and oh the amount of other stuff too like you know i don't know like a ketchup stain or something like that it's like yeah just use a baby wipe just the amount of yeah, stuff I mean, that's true, like like baby wipes are super useful just in they're general. super but, useful but, but a, a baby will consume a, a 
I, I'll, <laughs> the the need to use a lot of them, a lot of them. I always like I always think of that when someone whenever someone's like, oh, I'm pregnant, I'm uh, we're having a baby. My thought is like, you do know you're gonna need more baby wipes than you know. You know yeah, you're like gonna here, need a lot of them. I bought you a present. It is a pallet of baby wipes. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will get you through the first month. Like you'll be astonished, and I, I think they, I think my wife said that like, because they were all set and right. They had like one pack of baby wipes, and they went through it like instantly. <laughs> oh yeah, and they were like, oh no, like how could no, we yeah. how could we be so off in our calculations? I mean, I have to question like their bathroom practices in general, though. <laughs> Like, are these like the people that like ration toilet paper? Or, like, you get two squares. Yeah, or you only get two squares. Because like, <laughs> I don't see how a I'm gonna say normal person would would see that and go like, oh yeah, two wipes per. Like, that isn't. <laughs> that you must, that, you that seems like a, it's sense. Yeah. Yeah. You you're using rationer. every square inch of. No, yeah. That doesn't work that way. Those weren't away babies. Not not with well so well also like it's not just like just to be clear, it's not just that they like that they shit a lot. It's like when they're when they're super tiny, sometimes it's like tar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh what is like the that? first like, month. month or yeah, yeah, the first month or so is like mm-hmm. I think maybe. First couple of weeks at least. And that that shit like <laughs> like you're trying to clean them and it's like you know, you need like nail polish remover to get that <laughs> because like the shit that that tar shit is is no it has joke. a yeah it has a very very thick very sticky consistency yeah yeah, yeah. so what we're saying is congratulations scriv welcome <laughs> congratulations welcome to the world of shit <laughs> <laughs> welcome to knowing way too much about shit than you've ever thought you would ever need maybe try free range babies put them in rotation before the ch- i i don't know also to fix your sentence, wouldn't it be baby tractor? And then I still don't know what it is, but like, <laughs> I feel like if you're switching out free range chickens for babies, you should also switch out the the chicken for a baby. Like, it's like you half switched out the the, the phrase, uh, but and even but even not switched out, I don't know what that means. I guess that means you just let the babies go in the yard and just. I'm not saying a chicken tractor is real. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that you would you would have to switch the name to Baby Tractor because you switched free range chickens to babies, so then that would necessitate having a baby tractor, not a chicken tractor, right? Like, it just follows. I will die on this hill. We've gone off the rails so many times in less than twenty minutes. I will die on this chicken slash baby tractor hill. It's what we do here. We don't have rails. We just yeah. We have a general we direction of definitely where to go. non-OSHA compliant. Where we're going, we don't need rails. We, we don't need rails. We need train tracks. That's a third movie. There's not a third movie. What are you talking about? I'm gonna pull a waffle. <laughs> Back to the Future Three is great. Yeah, no, for what Back to the Future there's three. There's a, it's a trilogy. <laughs> Die Hard is a trilogy. In the in the very in the very the end of, of Back to the Future Two, they have the the promotion for Back to the Future 3 already. Yeah. <laughs> the trailer is in Back to the Future 2. It's like uh, one of those um, Marvel credit scenes. That's right, <laughs> but it's just a trailer for the third movie. Yeah. No, it is. I, I do remember that, actually, yeah. 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 I'm pretty smart about that. Uh, okay, 
uh, this is also a, a tangent, but if, are, are you guys watching Peacemaker at all? I have not started no. it yet. Oh my god, it's so good. it's so good. I recommend at the very least uh, going on YouTube and looking up the Peacemaker intro. Just a musical, like Wait, oh. it's like the in- like you know how like TV shows have like an intro sequence. Yes. Just go on YouTube, Peacemaker intro. It's just a dance number, and it's fucking hilarious. We got a chicken in in the game. I was gonna say, speaking of which, are talking about chickens. We have a chicken near us. But is there a tractor? I don't see a tractor. Whoever made the chicken, if you can make a tractor too, it would actually it would go along with our. Where is that in the game? Where's the chicken? Is that Delicate like Besieged Farmland or something? I would I would my first thought would be Besieged Farmlands, yeah. Because that is completely random. I, well, not just random, but I'm trying to remember seeing that asset before. Because also, it's like not like messed up. It, it's like just a legit, like to scale. It's you know a what I mean? Yeah. Just a regular, normal, like non filth infected. Non- Farmer says, You see some chickens in the scorched desert by some locusts in a chicken coop. And you see them in the farmlands too. Oh, unlike. Uh, Dark Souls, or, you know, I encounter crows with dog's heads or some shit. Like, this looks relatively normal. Yeah, sometimes you don't question what happens. Or not Dark Souls, sorry, that was Bloodborne. Dark Souls has also fucked up animals, but that was Bloodborne. I, I mean, it's the same fucking company, I just keep, keep interchanging the names. Are they also owned by Microsoft now? Is everybody owned so. by Microsoft now? No, 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 because from software, like, uh, has had well both Bloodborne and <laughs> Souls are PlayStation exclusives. They're they're a Sony company. Oh Sony, oh, okay. okay, all right. Yeah. Which, by the way, since we're talking about this, is probably <laughs> why it's not a monopoly. Yeah, no, it's uh, because they're both the Sony and Tencent exist. Yes. So... Well, Tencent is a hugely more. Bigger. I I, re- I read yeah. something with that that was basically like uh, with the acquisition it puts Microsoft at third. Yes, behind Sony. Right. Okay. Who's at number one I, I, and Tencent, who is number two. Yes, but uh, there's a caveat to that. That is third in the gaming sphere. In the that gaming sphere, take yeah. into a, That doesn't take into account Microsoft's presence outside of the gaming sphere. But also Tencent too. Tencent also has a lot outside the gaming sphere as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm just pointing out like Microsoft is much bigger than the gaming sphere, so that particular stat doesn't take it doesn't mean that like Microsoft isn't bigger than potentially Sony. Mm-hmm. Their gaming sphere isn't bigger than Sony. Right, 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 right. right. Like I think I think capital wise, like like money wise, they're bigger than uh, they're bigger than Sony. But also Sony has isn't their electronics division too. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying if you look up the companies, I want to say Microsoft's bigger. It's just their gaming their gaming uh, segment. Their gaming segment's not bigger. Yes, yeah. Right, right. No, so yeah. That, what I saw was definitely the, of their of the gaming segment. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. But so I so Monopoly out of the question. Them uh, them bought like picking up uh, like you know Activision Blizzard King and like you know like a fucking what twenty studios or whatever. Does not make them a monopoly. However, no, still far from antitrust, it. There's lots of studios out there. Yeah, yeah. Antitrust though doesn't just refer to like you don't have to be monopoly to necessarily run into antitrust laws. So, 
they would they meet the the criteria for monopoly no could they still potentially face problems yes yes i mean they famously had problems when and i think it's i think it's actually rather laughable and quaint now when they had the antitrust issues with uh bundling internet explorer with windows windows yeah yeah Yeah. back in the three and they were like that's that's antitrust right so um well, it was, it was forcing that you can only use a micro, or Internet Explorer. You could not get another browser to use easily, I should say. It wasn't easy. You could still get it. It just wasn't yeah, easy. Yeah, you, you had to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, they still comes bundled with, Ed, with like, Internet Explorer or Edge. So, like, it's, like, I don't think, I don't know what happened with that. If they just may, had to make it easier for their browsers or if just if it just went away. I think but they had to. I think they had to those. include other browsers, like off the bat. I think they had to like include Netscape Navigator off the bat or something like that. They had to. Does that even exist anymore? Then <laughs> Netscape Navigator. I don't think so. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. I I had and still have, if were to come back, a massive hate for Netscape Navigator, Fair. purely and solely for the hand icon. <laughs> okay. That's it. That fucking like squarey, weird, blocky hand icon. I right. fucking hated with a passion of like ten thousand burning suns. I was like, fuck Game Navigator and your stupid devil hand. Get this browser out of my face. It's called it's Chrome. It's not now. Chrome. Netscape Navigator is not Chrome. That's- Who made Netscape Navigator? Cripes. It wasn't Google, I tell you that. No, it wasn't. Netscape. Uh, but they did post that Microsoft <laughs> 1.9 trillion and Sony's 80 billion. So yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft money wise as, as a company outweighs Sony. Yes, yes, thank you, Waffle. Yes, it was made by Netscape. But anyways, my problem with Netscape wasn't that, it was made, wasn't that it was made by Netscape. My problem with Netscape was the hand icon. If they had changed the hand icon, I would have had no problems whatsoever. It now I'm looking it up. I'm like, icon. I'm like, tell me he's wrong. Tell me he's wrong. Netscape. Oh. I'm like, tell me, tell me they were owned by someone else. Tell me it was like a, a Netscape Mozilla suite. Oh, so basically Netscape also owns Firefox? That would make sense if Netscape became Firefox. I also yeah. don't care for Firefox that much. <laughs> no, Netscape, Netscape is now uh, owned by Yahoo. Oh, okay. They're now a Yahoo subsidiary. Which is now a... No. It owns Yahoo now. It was Verizon. Verizon sold it. The AOL... No, they bought. It's so damn confusing. Who owns Yahoo? <laughs> Yahoo is private. Yahoo is not owned by anybody. Yahoo was owned by Verizon, and AOL. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But on May, oh, it's only recently. On May thirty first, twenty twenty one, Verizon announced that ninety percent of the division would be acquired by Apollo Global Media, and would still be known as Yahoo after the agreement comes to a close. Verizon would retain a ten percent stake in the new group. Now you know That's Verizon, yourself. yeah. Nick, yes. Now you know you get old when you get questions like this. What is Yahoo? What is Yahoo? <laughs> Dude, all I can think of, I don't know about you guys, but all I can think of is the the advertise like the advertisements on TV with the guy with the giant fro like walking down the street. Like like a white guy with just a massive fro walking down the street and Yahoo. I was gonna say, yeah, the Yahoo. Yeah. But you don't remember the fro guy? No, I don't yeah. remember the fro guy. But that's the thing is, right, at the time, their commercials became so ubiquitous 
that they were like advertising on the same level of like beer and Doritos. You oh, know, they, yeah. Like they were they were so ubiquitous that they didn't even really have to come up with any advertising jingles. They just had to come up with something just sort of like, random. Just, like, weird. And then and they had Yahoo. Mm-hmm. That was it. And you're like, I don't know what this is, but it's awesome. <laughs> but it's Yahoo, like, so of course. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember it saying they were a search engine. It was just some guy in like a 70s fucking suit and tie with like a giant like fro, like a white guy and like a like a like a suit and tie, the giant fro walking down the street, like New York City busy street. Yahoo! <laughs> like mm-hmm. what is that? What is going on? I don't know. And right now it says that even Yahoo still has a $7.4 billion revenue. How? Yeah, I believe it. As they're owned mostly by a global management company and Verizon. No, all the old people have AOL accounts, email But AOL is owned by Yahoo, so... Email. Nice. That's our email. I'm trying to think what what the most obscure... Someone the other day was like, oh, this is my email address. And they they said a, they said a name, and I was like, like, it wasn't AOL, but it was one of the really was older ones. Was it Prodigy? Ones. No, it wasn't even Prodigy. Uh, it was, CompuServe. Uh, Earthlink. No. I, Wait, I, I, I it's going to take me a bit to remember, but yeah. I still have Hotmail. Hotmail's a little bit newer. I say, I, I have Hotmail. Did I, I think um, I showed you guys, right? Didn't I show you, like, my, I bought guitar strings, or, or I, ha, I, I had guitar strings, and, I, and I, they had, like, an Earthlink discount oh, yeah. code that came with them? <laughs> it wasn't Roadrunner, Bomber. It wasn't Roadrunner. It was, oh, no. Oh, it's going to take me a while to remember. Um, um, company that, company that, I, uh, that I used to work for had a lot of trouble with Roadrunner, actually. Roadrunner is still around and still kicking and is bad net link open link uplink so anything link uh global global computank and uh oh oh compuserve compu global tech compu no, was no. one right compuserve was no, it the whopper it was so obscure what? that i was like holy shit um it wasn't GeoCities. <laughs> well, uh, wrote, uh, Walmart, with your point, uh, Roadrunner was an email service, a bright house, before it was bought up by Charter, which became Spectrum. So I know this because I used to work for Bright House back in the day. Solving the true mysteries of the world. <laughs> and the Bright House was, I think, Newsmax was a magazine that they had set up as a cable provider. Well, no, they bought Everything the name is- from Time Warner, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all now. Who owns who owns this? Everything is owned by like yeah, seven or eight companies. You... And at the very top of the mall, it's all Orochi. Orochi owns everything. Yep. No, no, no. Orochi only owns eight companies. <laughs> There's an eight-headed dragon. They have to keep it to a to a strict <laughs> eight. But all those but all those uh, eight, they own their own subsidiaries. So do they? I mean, I would I hope. I, not, I would hope so, but I would assume so. But we know that Zagan, Zagan is not owned by Orochi. No, Zagan is. Bingo, Bingo is not, not owned by Orochi. Right. Bingo is not owned by Orochi. Oh, hey, which Jimmy. begs the question: Who the fuck owns Bingo? Because <laughs> Bingo itself is also pretty, pretty damn sus. Bingo is also across multiple games. Here you go. Oh yes. What is that? What? Oh, it's a, is that a Yahoo commercial? Oh, this is the hair one. Oh. 
Yes, yes, <laughs> suit and tie. I fucking told you. That shit is like burned into my brain. Fair. Fair. Yeah. That's that's what I've been doing this whole time. I'm looking for Yahoo commercials. You're like, I am finding that damn What was I wrong? No, it was Yahoo. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know it was Yahoo, but I mean it was suit and tie, busy, busy like city street. No, I mean had right. a full afro. Well, I mean it was a wig, but like, you know, full full afro. The other thing I'd say, it wasn't completely random. He did look up hair on Yahoo. (laughs) No, but I mean, I guess what I'm... Also, you know, sometimes the commercials you see cut for time? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I've seen versions of that. I had that just walked into the room when, like, just that part came on. But I swear to God, I've seen cuts of that where it's, like, just the city street, the guy with the fro, and then Yahoo. Because maybe there was only time for, like, a like a five second you know version of the commercial yeah you don't mm-hmm. get the context of the exact why this guy with this huge afro <laughs> yeah 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 because that does happen they'll have commercials oh, yeah. where like they you see the long version they'll well, like you'll see a cut version and then like sometimes even like way cut yeah because what they'll do is they'll release the, the the original version and like a week or two later then you got the the uh, cut and then they I think the, I think a lot of times stations just cut cut them for time like on their own because I've yeah. seen some pretty off cuts of commercials that like no one agreed to this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just whoever's running. It's like I have you know twelve seconds, so this is going we're not putting here. in the thirty second spot. Yeah, yeah, they, that's all they had available. They needed to fill the time. They throw something in there, and like I've I've seen some commercials cut really badly, like that make no sense. Not just that it make no sense, but like cut in the middle of dialogue. We're just like that, you know. <laughs> but then I like to write the end and different endings for commercials in my head. Like okay. I'll, like I saw I saw one where like this guy comes home and like he goes to the fridge and his dog's barking, and it ends up being like a bank commercial for some reason. I don't know. But in my head, like he opens the fridge and there's like a severed head in there and his dog is talking to him like son of Sam some uh versus uh you know I don't know how that was a banking commercial, but it was a banking commercial. Those bumpers, Cartoon Network had really fun bumpers once long ago. I mean Adult Swim still has uh interesting bumpers, which is technically just Cartoon Network after dark. They they still do interesting ones. Uh when I actually watch TV anymore, which is pretty rare. I'm usually watching something on on YouTube or something. I'm still trying to find what that email. <laughs> Which one? I'm still trying to find that that old email. Oh, what the domain or the the company was? Yeah, it's gonna kill me. Just like look up uh, internet email providers of the '90s or something. That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> Juno was it Juno? That could I mean Juno was a really old one. Maybe be. Juno. I don't that think Juno's still around. That'd be Lycos? crazy. Lycos? No, it wasn't Lycos. That's an that's a, that's a old one. Um, maybe Juno. Maybe like, oh yeah, my in my address is like some sort of Juno.com. And I was like, like, excuse me? <laughs> Ec- okay, Excite? Uh, net, yeah, Juno. Net Zero? I feel like Net Zero is very much still around. Uh, oh, probably. Well, technically, I think Juno is as well. That's what I mean. Like, if, if, if Juno was still around, it would be like, like, hold up. You have a Juno email address? 
Like, like hold the hell up. Well, this list is from 2004, but in 2004, Juno was still active. So I don't know if it still is now. No, I think I'm mixing up too many in my head now. Even if I see the right one, I might be like... Because I'm pretty sure my grandfather had a Juno cat. I'm just I'm just gonna go with that. I think I think it may he may have said Juno and I was like, hold up. Yeah. Yeah. And you said, yeah, Juno. Juno? Like Juno? That Yeah, don't you don't Juno? Oh god. Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure my grandfather had a Juno account. Uh and, and he he, you know, he worked for IBM. I don't feel like IBM is relevant anymore, or at least not relevant in a consumer space. Not relevant in the consumer space, but still very much so. In I other think they're. Space. I mean, they're they're still around, and they're probably like, I'm I'm gonna guess like maybe government space or something. No, IB, IBM is still still very very big. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not yeah. making um computers or chips. Well, they're they're probably making chips. They're they're around, but they're not like they're not like consumer focused like they used to be. No. And now I'm like, what do they do now? Automation, robotics, artificial intelligence, cloud computing, consulting, blockchain, oh, computer hardware, software, quantum computing. Oh my god. Blockchain. Yeah, blockchain. <laughs> I don't know if you guys uh, uh hold have on. Ever seen we got I've got um, to create an NF- NFT here. Hold on. It's uh have you seen Take a Julie screenshot Nolke? of this chicken? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Julie Nolke? Oh, it's gone. No. Julie Nolke is like a, like a YouTube comedian. Uh, she does stuff. She did like a what's an NFT literally today. It's so fucking hilarious. And, you know, non-fungible token. Like try and fung it. Try and fung it. Blockchain. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> fucking amazing. Oh. She, if you've never seen any of her stuff, she also has like a like. Well, as of last week, a six-part series of explaining the pandemic to my past self. She's been doing it okay. since since 2020, five months like later. So mm-hmm. like, want to like record telling her past self like, you know, this is what's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, like, oh, I'm sure we're out of this by now. Uh, so <laughs> and like the last the last one had like uh. Had had Betty White passing, which is pretty, which was pretty sad, because <laughs> Betty White was trending like like previously on Twitter before, mm-hmm. and people were like, oh, it's probably because she died, and, and she hadn't, Although, and now she has. Now she has. Just, yeah. Her past self, like Betty White was trending, and it's like, no, it's not. It's not funny. Oh, uh, yeah. As um, I freestyle I, dance I, around a chicken. I love. I love the. Uh, I just loved her explanation or non-explanation of NFTs and uh, blockchain as like a as like a a thing that prevents funging. <laughs> Go ahead, try to funge it. Blockchain, like that. That is fucking great. I say as yeah, it was just just announced today something with Twitter, Twitter being like, oh, you could have a hexagon shaped profile and it's an NFT. God damn it. The worst Wait, I can make timeline. my profile an NFT? Hold on. I better do that before someone else does. No, you, you can buy an NFT from Twitter and then use that as your avatar and it will be a, a hexagon. Why don't I just make my profile an NFT? You could 
probably already you could probably do yeah. that. uh was it twitter spaces people can pay you i'm gonna need you all to pay me to read my twitter it's now an <laughs> nft i think it's more you could put an nft in your profile and then it'll be hexagon shaped to mark that it's an nft but you can still totally still right click it <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like i in principle i understand the idea right yes you have the Mona Lisa. You can copy the Mona Lisa. You can print it out. You can hang it on a, a poster of it on your wall. Mm. You can have someone like a painter make you a painted copy of the Mona Lisa that looks really good. Is it the original? No. Would it suffice? Yeah, sure. So I get the idea of like digitally marking mm -hmm. something as like quote the original. As an original, I mean, yeah. If you think about it, you could also, like, if you want to see, like, how, I guess, like, not laughable it is, like, or, like, more like, more realistic comparison, even than that, book printings. People will go to, like, crazy lengths to not just get, like, a first printing of a book, but, like, say, like, this is the third copy that came off the press, right? This is this was a proof copy. Mm -hmm. It's literally... Who the fuck cares? Yeah, first edition. Five thousand other copies came off after it exactly the same. Why mm -hmm. does that matter? Because you numbered it. Because you said this was the first one or the third one or the fourth mm -hmm. one, right? And book collectors do value that. Yeah. Like they'll be like, oh god, this was like literally the third copy off the press. It doesn't matter that the other forty-five hundred after it were identical. Right, you still there's still some kind of stature to to having like, you know, as close to number one as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so I I think the book one is probably the closest to an NFT. Honestly, <laughs> First, yes. <laughs> so I I realistically think because it because the book ones are literal printings. I mean, they're literally just a number of copies. That's the things. Yes, it is an it is an actual object and not just a link to a file on a server. Yeah, but Vollmer, the fact that it's an actual object doesn't doesn't change the fact that it is literally identical to the 5,000 that came after it. Like, that that doesn't change that part of my argument that, like, if you value the first printing of a book at 10 times the value of the, you know, 5,000 printing of the book, apprehend. Now, as far as, like, the uh, electrical part and like the the the, the viability that all that the, the tech they're using to do it that's a whole different it's a whole different I'm, animal. I'm, yeah i'm purely talking about whether you see the value in somehow uh marking being an original, original or being a first yeah yeah being a being the original and somehow even though there's ten thousand things identical to it ten thousand copies this is still the original I feel like the book printing thing is like the closest to it. But that's the thing, and most times, right, they don't even own the actual art. They own a link to a receipt. Well, no, you do though. Like that's the point, right? right? No, you have honestly you should try and submit that as an NFT though. Like I would buy that from you for ten dollars, Waffle. Put it up as an NFT, I will buy it from you for ten dollars. It'll be my first NFT ever. <laughs> How would you do an NFT? I've I've never looked into this. I don't know, but you can do it. You can do it, and I would buy that chicken. You can do it. You basically have to pay somebody to add it to the blockchain. Would that be legal issues because it's fun comes assets? See, that's that yeah. actually is that's, a problem. Currently, yeah. 
with NFTs is that lots of people are making NFTs of shit that doesn't belong to them. Yeah. So how that is happening is unclear because this- well, my understanding of it was that you're supposed to like somehow prove that it's yours in the first place. But apparently, and that's not what's really going on. Yeah. Apparently, people are able to get around that somehow. Um, because I looked at it as like I'm a big comic book guy, right? And if you want to get your comic book valued correctly, like you send it in to be graded by the uh, I forget their name. It's like the authority that does it, right? And they they expertly check it out. They grade it. They seal it with a grade and send it back to you. And now you can say like you know. With no question to anybody, this thing I have is this value because it's graded by this, by the official place. So my understanding of NFTs originally was that like when you have it made an NFT, an NFT, you have to go through the process of essentially proving that it is yours before it's made an NFT. But the true process is not really. All you have to do is just pay the person to basically attach it to the blockchain and... Yeah, I mean, there may be places that make you go through hoops, but I guess there's other places that don't or yeah. something. It's like, it's like the same thing for, um, like, uh, publishing a study. Like, there are some journals that are like, no, in order, to, in order to be published, you need to have, like, these credentials and these credentials, you need to go through these hoops and whatnot. And then there are other places that are like, just give us 100 bucks and we'll publish it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so Waffle, go to one of the cheap places to get your... <laughs> I, I, I did uh, submit an NFT. The second one, <laughs> submit your NFT for free at NFT shop. Ooh. So, anyway. Um, Ten years from now, Waffle's going to turn around and sell that NFT for like $2.5 <laughs> No, he's going to sell it to me for $10. Five million. I will not get rid of my chicken. I would not do that. <laughs> I have Bop. principles, goddamn. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like on on paper, it sounds like you know it's it's trying to create a a line of um, ownership and basically a uh, moving like the the physical ownership into the digital space, essentially. What if I stole your chicken, bomber? You can't blockchain chicken, blockchain. <laughs> I got the original right here. Double blockchain. Chickens, lots of chickens. And you right-click saved it, but your right-click save doesn't have the blockchain, so it, it doesn't count. It's it's just it's just a, you know. I think I, I think what what the big issue, and I, or I think what the big uh, not necessarily issue, what the big failure of the system is, is that the blockchain itself is rather unregulated, and yes, correct. And, but and that, un, have, that that unregulation that says this is the steps you have to do to get on the thing. You have yes. to prove it's yours and it's your original before you can uh, you can perform this, right? Yes. Uh, because like then, the, yeah, there's there's I, no there's there's no hoops at all. There's no credibility. No, there's no, there's no, it's not about convincing someone else it's worth anything. Ear like regardless of worth. It should just be about saying this is the original, mm-hmm. right? This is the original and, SWL and, chicken. Yeah. No. Well, I, okay. But I'm just saying. You should. It should be. It should be saying I made a. I made a digital thing. 
right? Like if I make something in Photoshop, for example, right? And mm-hmm. I paint it in Photoshop and I, that's the first one. There's nothing, there's nothing inherently wrong with trying to mark that thing as like zero, 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 one. And anytime mm-hmm. someone right click saves it, that's fine. You have a copy. That's great. But it's not the original. So right. trying it's... to mark something digital as having like an original isn't necessarily a bad idea or a bad concept. Like I said, with the book printing thing, there's literally no difference between print one of the book and print 10,000 of the book, right? It's on the same machine. Who the fuck cares? And um, it, it, it's not the content that is in question there. The content yeah. is is great. Oh, I mean, you know, the content is um it's what it is. Uh but it's not yeah, yeah it's like really like I say with books, it's people. not the fact that it, it's not the fact of the, the content of the book. It's just the fact that the book was the first. Yeah, what other people ascribe value to it has nothing to do with the fact of trying to determine whether a digital uh piece of art can be original, which I think is okay. I don't see anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in principle, but you should have to somehow prove that. Yes, you know I mean? and that's the thing is they're using blockchain, which is based off of mostly cryptocurrency, and the whole point of cryptocurrency is that it's it's deregulated. There's no regulation bodies behind it. Yeah, that's that's, that's the whole point. And so they're they're basing this thing that should be regulated, should be heavily regulated. Like like if you find a piece of artwork, if you find like a um. A violin that you think is like a Stradivarius or something, something you know, completely unique and and has value. You would go to someone to authenticate it. You would go to a um, antiques roadshow. Yeah, and <laughs> they've all yeah, whole freaking shows are based on this. You would go to somebody who can authenticate it as being real and legit and would sign off on that. Basically, Uncle Obama's is... trying to steal your chicken. Guard it. Guard it with your life. He's going to take a copy. That's it. So it's like there's there's a process behind that, and they're trying to do they're trying to basically merge the 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 cryptocurrency, which has no has no authoritative bodies behind it, and is trying to say, oh, but you could do the same with basically these pictures. You could do the same with this. We're trying to make these legitimate, but without using legitimate avenues. Which is where it's having the issue now. And that's why it's sort of laughable now because people are like, this is real, this is legit. And it's like, who says? Who says that it's legit? There's no right. there's no authoritative body there. That's why all the you know, all these artists are having their work stolen and whatnot, because there is no one to stop that. And there is no one really to look over that. I now have the original NFT of the frozen chicken. Curse you. Or the sm- now you got to get it smoking s- a blunt. Now you got to get snow it. snow chicken, if you will, because I... I, I wearing a hat. A Wait, hold on. <laughs> so that's our that's our discussion about NFTs, because, you know, reasons. Uh- <laughs> well, it currently is applying to the secret old chicken. What are you talking about? I can't do a fire chicken either. Damn it. Someone put down fire. Wait, wait you need... um. Yeah, fire is tricky. You need to use living flame. Yeah. <laughs> fire chicken! Did you get it? No. I'm trying... Ah, oh, damn it. Hold on. No, you have to recast it. And now Vomer is becoming a... Uh, Did that work? Part of is it. it on it? No, go back. <laughs> kind of. Just go back a little bit. Oh, damn it. Oh, the flower. You got flower so chicken. Much. He moves so much when I move just a little bit. Yes, yeah, what happens. You never work with children, animals, or fire spirits. Tiny fire children. Nope. Stand here! 
<laughs> well, you're so annoying. I hate you so much. But you just won't. <laughs> you literally just, you just will not. What a jackhole. I'm trying to think, do we have a do we have a chicken pet somewhere? I don't, I don't think, think we so. do. Yeah, I don't think we do, and that feels wrong. But I mean, you know, I always think that we should have more pets. There should be so many more pets. Oh now. No, it's, it's behind. Now. It's behind. That's about as good as you're gonna get. Alright, hold on. Don't move. <laughs> ah! We're doing important work on this show. Important work. <laughs> we have our top men on it. We got plenty of birds, but you know, I don't I don't see chickens. Alright, I got fire chicken. He just moves like a ridiculous amount. Oh, that's a oh, that's a good one. There we go. I got that. The one vomer, the vomer fire chicken NFT. Yeah, but we're cutting vomer out. We don't want to pay for that shit. <laughs> Sorry, vomer. I would not cut you out, vomer. So okay. By the way, this actually oddly enough leads into the fact that like, um, I started my hot sauce run. Yes. Which had a very bumpy first stream, but the yes. second one went better. Uh, but. I don't know if you saw the. I don't know if you've seen the thumbnail from for my stuff, uh, for the for you for Twitch and for YouTube. Have you seen the thumbnail? I, I made. I saw the thumbnail, but I didn't commit it to memory. So, so uh, like uh, waffle, if you can uh, grab that picture, I think it should be on my Twitter. I think I put it for the lava game highlight I put up. Yeah, I saw you post it up. I've got the link for the uh, for the lava game though. Part of our news is that Jimmy did start his Dante's Hot Sauce Challenge. Yeah. So if you look at that picture, it looks like Dante's, like, breathing fire. Oh, yeah. When, in fact, that is the living flame standing in front of Dante. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> just, I had a, I, like, took a bunch of pictures, like, because it, it, like, flickers, and I got it to just the right one where it looks like it's, like, coming out of his it mouth. It looks like it's, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's cause like we since we don't have crystallized flame, we don't have a, a flame AOE to put on the ground anymore. Like all you all you have is living flame. Also, holy crap, lava game was way harder with hot sauce. Yeah, I was there. I saw you I saw you do it. I was lurking. <laughs> that was way harder. I mean it took you like what, uh eight eight attempts? Eight tries. Which is Yeah, and a couple of them are pretty quick. So, you know, this is the end of the world, but it didn't take that long. But the problem is because of the damage ticks, it will knock your sprint off randomly. And that is horrifying when you're trying to run lava game, <laughs> like just just conceptually. You're like, I'm going to run and make this jump. And then your sprint just drops off like mid jump or mid run up to the jump or drops off in the air and drops you like a stone. Which, by the way, that appears to be how that works. If you are in midair and, like, if you've jumped with sprint and your sprint drops off in the air, you just sort of stop and drop. Just drop immediately. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, like a wily e. Coyote thing where he, like, realizes that he's not on ground anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And holds up a sign like, uh-oh. And then just falls like it's kind of like that. Like if you jump with sprint on and are in midair when the sprint just gets knocked off of you, you just sort of. Now, when you fall, anything you hold uh, still which... remains in the air and then falls after. It's like which, like yeah. 
to me kind of aerial denial. It, it, it seriously, it made that challenge like way harder than normal. And was way it because harder. of the damage that you were taking, or was it due to yeah. just the ingestion of hot sauce? Well, that, that that's the same thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> but what? No, I mean, was it like the you had to stop in the animation of taking the hot no, sauce? No, no, that's the that's the, even the the best thing about that is like the animation continues no matter what you're doing, which causes really weird stuff to happen. Like the most common thing is like because I'm playing sword is like your sword goes through your head because you're like yes. drinking the bottle and like <laughs> the sword just goes through your head. But like uh, it's it's fucks with my character in the cinematics a bunch sometimes. Uh, and then there's one time and I don't know why this happened, but like I was stuck like mid pose of like like halfway drinking the bottle, but I was running. So, like, I was stuck like that and just sliding forward across the ground. Uh, <laughs> As I said, you're finding, you're finding, you're finding all the bugs associated with hot sauce drinking. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they were like, we didn't even know this existed, and we're not no going one, to fix no it. No one knew that shit existed. Uh, because, we, I mean... They were like, we're not fixing it now. We are not fixing any to, of it now. To be fair, like, hot... In case anyone was not aware, there was a, a, a window of time where there was a hot sauce meta. Uh, for assault rifle users, uh, probably not. Meta? Yeah, probably not most people because most people uh, would wouldn't do that. But the very top players would uh, do the hot sauce meta. Yeah, wouldn't think to harm themselves with hot sauce to give more damage. Yeah, it's. Did, uh, I'll say, how did that work? One of the passives. Is like if your health was below eighty percent, you had like a better chance of something. And I'm trying to see if I don't even know if that <laughs> passive still exists the same way. Says, I never, I never did it, but I heard, I had heard how it worked and was scared. I think the passive in question might have gotten changed. I want to say how it worked was if you're like the passive said like if your health was below eighty percent. Then I think you got like increased like grenade procs or something, something okay. like that. <laughs> I don't think the passive exists anymore. Uh, but I know Molov used to do it. I know Tome used to do it. Um, so it's basically a, a way of ensuring that your health stayed below eighty percent. Yeah, you would just drink hot sauce to kick your health below that that threshold and get yourself the extra procs. Okay. Um, and then, like, you went nonstop drinking it because that would kill you, and then it wasn't necessary. You just needed to drink it to get it below the threshold. Mm -hmm. And then when your health came back up, you'd, like, chug another one and get it back. And then in the combat, threshold. you would basically stay under that. You wouldn't, like, regain health in combat, or you'd regain it more slowly. Right, right, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, you just you just drank it to keep yourself uh, under that threshold, and, and you got you got way more procs. Um, but I think that passive doesn't exist anymore, or like got reworked, or what? I mean, I think the passive exists, but the yeah, I think it got reworked. I forget what it was called. Uh, off the top of my head. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, um, it might have been the overclock loader, maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, Tom used to use hot sauce all the time. Uh, for that. But again, that was like. Probably, you know, not that many people in the game even knew that it was a thing yeah. that you could do. Um, and even if you did know it was a thing, then you have to, like, 
give a shit about you know min maxing for that amount of benefit you know um but uh so there definitely was a you the thing about it is you could use it in combat and it doesn't mess with anything like the animation goes off um but it doesn't like stop you from doing anything like you can run like well technically it will knock your sprint off but i think your evade stats counts because I remember like testing the hot sauce on Jimmy, and I had my tank gear on, and I was able to stay in sprint like a really long time. Whereas like on my brand new character, I get knocked out of sprint every two seconds, <laughs> like just smacks me around. Maybe that's something oh, to do it's... with the. I'm trying to think of what that would, because it's not like your it, your health is marginally different. Like it's a, not like you're taking a damage tick. You're taking a damage tick, but a damage tick usually if it's not. Uh, if it's not like to a certain point of like yeah, knocking you out of sprint, it, like I feel like it has to be like a certain level. Before oh no, no, it knocks it's you not out. a certain point. It's just a matter of whether you like evade the thing or not. Oh, of like evade the damage. Yeah, like you okay. evade the effect. The same thing you can see like if you're not a Templar, it like this is very specific. If you're not a Templar and you run Rogue Agent, right, the one where you run through like Old Agartha. Yeah. Um, specifically because it's a Templar agent that casts blood dots on you. So if you're a Templar, you see the Lumi and the dragon. They don't do blood dots. But if you're a dragon or a Lumi and you run that mission, you'll you'll have a Templar agent that attacks you with a blood dot. And like sometimes the blood dot will tick on you and not knock Sprint off, and sometimes it will. Hmm. It's just a matter of if you evade the tick or not. Now I'm thinking, like, you know, people who have built up a tolerance to um, to eating spicy food. I'm like, really, they haven't. They just high, have a high evasion. <laughs> they have a high hot sauce evade, yeah. A high hot sauce evasion. <laughs> they're still taking damage, but... Yeah. They're, they're able yeah, to evade it Your stomach better. lining's still fucked. You're just <laughs> not paying attention to it. Um, yeah, exactly what you're evading. That's the question. Yeah, I will say before I got Soothing Spring, it, uh, it was a lot rougher. Now that I have Soothing Spring, you know, I can pretty much stay alive most of the time. Because that's the other thing I tested before starting to run is whether hot sauce alone can kill you. And yes, yes, it can. <laughs> it's not. Also, it's percentage based. The hot I sauce think, is yeah. a, it's a percentage based tick because I was in my tank gear on Jimmy with like 50k health. And it takes the same amount of time to kill you as if you're, like, a brand new character with 300 health. Like, okay. it doesn't give a shit. It is a percentage-based tick. Probably, uh, so that, probably sorts, uh, uh, like, the like the bad dates. There's probably a point at which it, like, maximizes out, maybe. Well, no, not not that. Just that, like, it doesn't do, like, well, 200 it damage. Yeah. It doesn't do 200 damage. It does, like, 20% of your health damage. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like... So it doesn't care how much health you have. Because it's not doing a fixed number. It's doing a percent. Uh, it's just it's just doing percentage ticks. I, I'm trying to remember. I think it's like four bottles of hot sauce will kill you if you don't heal or something. I want to say. So two minutes, basically. Is it, isn't it one every 30 seconds? Yeah. I think, it, I think <laughs> that's what it is. Probably three or four. Like, if you don't do anything, I think that's what it is. Probably four. Um, 
but yeah, now now that I have like I have the the worn curio and I have like the the first gadget you get is actually a healing one and uh, helps somewhat for for me for this particular thing. Uh, and I have soothing spring, I have immortal spirit, I have the clairvoyance passive. So you got a lot of clairvoyance going on. The clairvoyance passive gives you whenever you gain a heal from soothing spring or immortal spirit, you gain a barrier that absorbs 100% of incoming damage. And dissipates after absorbing 12.5% of your maximum health. And that occurs every 10 seconds. So, like, every 10 seconds, I'll proc a bit from hurting me. Okay. Uh, plus, Immortal Spirit ticks if I'm fighting or healing me. And then Soothing Spring is healing me and also proccing that barrier every 10 seconds. So, between those three things, I, like, I don't just die walking around, right? Unless I just forget to click something. <laughs> <laughs> Which can happen. Um, I, I came really close to dying in a fight, though. I mean, I was getting whomped on, and the ticks were happening. Well, isn't that, isn't that basically the main... Um, not the, the, the main thrust, but that's that's the basically the main... Uh, challenge. Challenge is, right, when you're fighting something that would be close otherwise is now significantly more difficult? Probably. I also, I honestly think though, just the ticks interrupting me is gonna be a problem because it interrupts <laughs> your use cats. Okay. Like I had to try like three times to pick up a legend because the yes. cat, the t damage tick kept knocking me out of being able to complete picking up the legend. That's what I noticed in your, um, in the video that you posted on your YouTube channel, um, the uh, when you were doing lava game is right there was a um there were sometimes when you went to to sprint and it would interrupt yeah it'll interrupt the cast never mind just not sprint sprint, off while yeah. you have it it'll just interrupt the cast of you casting sprint as well uh not cool not cool <laughs> not cool man not i mean cool. i know we're at the very beginning and this is a hundred percent run so i'm i'm gonna hundred percent every zone it's gonna be a while before i get to tokyo <clears> or but like in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck. It's like Jimmy mode, you get but to, uh, interrupting casting. When you get to the, it's not the penthouse, the boardroom, there's like that first Mitsubishi you lock up. And the reason you have to lock him up is because the door has like a, like a malfunctioning uh, like unlock thing, and it takes a, like a really long use cast to open it. Oh no! It's why you have to lock him in there because if you didn't lock him in there, you don't have enough time, right? He'll come attack you and interrupt it. But I'm gonna be interrupted by that fucking hot sauce nonstop. <laughs> so I'm I'm legitimately like that's gotta be like a hundred hours of playtime away, and it's like the one thing I'm concerned about right now is like, ha, fuck. That use cast is so long. The hot sauce is for sure gonna knock me out of that. <laughs> Yeah. I could, I could totally see that, yeah. So I'm already thinking about that, and I think I need to buy a third weapon that's a tank weapon and start unlocking, like, evade passes. Just so you could potentially evade all of the, <laughs> evade all of the damage. <laughs> or just enough. Like, you can get, in, like, when you're doing a use cast, you can just, take just damage. Just lucky enough. You can take damage, and it mm. will, like, essentially take a tick off your progress without canceling the cast. Like, you'll see the use cast go like this, 
and you get hit and it'll go like huh and it's like three or four hits and then all of a sudden your cast just drops entirely right mm -hmm. so i just need to be able to evade enough ticks that it doesn't drop the cast altogether that's the issue that's yes so like yeah i'm already considering that like i'm planning ahead because i feel like that is going to be one of that's that's the fun part about your runs though is basically all the well, well the, the emergent emergent gameplay the emergence <laughs> that comes out yeah. from it like, like it's not just the fact that you're doing it it's everything that has to basically change and evolve based upon this one factor yeah 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 and discovering all of those emergent scenarios yeah 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 and this one has me thinking i need to invest in tank skills Yes. Let's uh, see. Well, we do have some more news. Um, figure we might as well get to other news that we have. Yes. Yes. Let's. Um, saw on Twitter, uh, Ignasi. I'm not quite sure who that is, but Ignasi, uh, at, at the um, at the tag Igmiro, announced that they were promoted at Funcom to a full-time community manager. So we do have a new community manager at Funcom, but they're primarily focusing on Conan Exiles. Just fine. Um, he announced it as the second biggest video game industry news being unveiled today. <laughs> I remember that. Ignacio does tons of cool stuff with Conan Exiles. Yes, so he went from uh, being part of just the community support team to, to an actual full-time um, community manager. So congrats. Congrats, Ignacio. Good for you. I would say come do stuff with Secret World, but... <laughs> yeah, we know how that's going. Just fine. Um, get to a couple more things. Secret World streamer Super Hobbit came back from Hawaii, a married man. So congrats also to Super Hobbit as well. Yay! I think that's how I knew Super Hobbit is. He was, yeah, streaming, streaming a lot of Secret World there over time. I don't know if he does so much anymore, but... If you stream Secret World, we're going to notice you. There's a second chicken! Oh, because the first chicken went away. Yeah. But now there's... Nope, wait, oh, came back. back. And now there's another all surrounding my... Um, and then there's a... Uh, my spirit Toro. Well, there's also a... Uh, uh, was it? The egg thing. Bog Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was egg a pet thing. at first. No, you're right. That is it a is normal a pet. pet. It's the drug pod pet. You don't have the drug pod pet? No. Well, I have the drug pod pet. It clearly spawned more chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, it's part of the part of the museum. Okay. I was like, no, I do not have that one. But I have not fully put out my museum. I have finished two museums. Your museums runneth over. Yep. It's a <laughs> it's a hard task being a manager of two museums. <laughs> what do they call that? Uh, no, curator is is different, right? It's not, it's not just like director of a museum. Yeah, I might be a director. I'm not just a curator. Actually, I'm noticing right on my screen, the Toro is uh, purple. And on yours, Waffle, it's green. Yeah. Interesting. Disinteresting. <laughs> so different colors that you can produce. So, yeah, don't know if you play Secret World much anymore, Super Hobbit, but congratulations. Congratulations on coming back from Hawaii, a married man. So we got marriages, we got births, we got 
community managers moving up. Um, don't worry, don't worry, in media res, I'm getting to you. I'm getting to you. In medias, in medias res, I'm getting to you. Refrain, I'm getting to you. Um, we have births and what was the other one? Marriages. Marriages. So where are the where's the funerals? We you have died. no funerals. As far as, as far as we can tell, we have no funerals. That's not possible. <laughs> that is that is a that is good. I mean, I personally have funerals, but I I, I imagine that there's there probably are there probably are we're just not aware. There probably there, there probably are, but yes, as, as far as we know, they're not in the secret world community. That is a good thing. <laughs> no, uh, but I, I did see that uninformed. That's all. <laughs> they always go together, so we're clearly just. I'm just saying it means we're missing something. I mean, it's true. Yeah, we we have a birth, we have a marriage, we have a um a uh, a career moving up. Yeah. So the idea there's not a funeral is batshit crazy. Like that's not how the <laughs> world works. Someone's dead in a room somewhere. Go check. I'm just saying. Oh, oh no. Chickens. Go knock on a door. I'm, I'm not trying to bring bad tidings, by the way. I'm just saying. Vomer says they had to go to a wake earlier today. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, uh, I've had family members pass over the, the holiday, and I think another one to come shortly. So, uh, not secret related, though. Not secret world related, though, but yeah. But my, my point is it's unlikely, given all these events, that the other hasn't happened, right? Like, that just seems unlikely. It just means our reporting uh, detective skills are lacking. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know right now. That, that, not right now. that is fair. That is yeah. fair. I, that, I, I would accept that as an answer, too. Wait, who moved up? Like, literally moved up or moved, like, spiritually? Oh, Zen, we just said that um, uh, Ignasi, Ignasi moved from... Um, community support at Funcom to community manager at Funcom. Still alive, as far as we know. <laughs> Still alive, as far as we know. Everything is as far as we know. We don't know. It's, it's been a, like a day since, since they posted that. Which I would think is a literal move up. Uh, another thing I noticed is that Dune Spice Wars, which is going to be the 4X strategy game, that is being made by Shiro Games, uh, put out an FAQ about what, what the game's going to be. It's one of the relatively more hotly anticipated Funcom games coming out. Yeah. I saw a lot of hype for that after their... Uh... They've got a lot of hype going for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like more, listed more as one of, top, one of the top uh, uh, games, or one of the top looking forward to games. Yeah, I, I would like. I'm definitely looking forward to you know their sandbox game, mm -hmm. uh, and I certainly will check out the RTS. <coughs> sure, but I was um, genuinely surprised after the video. Like, what was what was uh was the I, I, I mean, uh, oh yes, yes, where, yes. Um, where did they announce it? What was it called? Oh, the video game awards. Video game awards. Yes, I was genuinely genuinely surprised with the amount of like. Uh, hype I saw like in, in the in the media like uh, like Twitter and stuff of people being like genuinely like fuck yeah do an RTS let's go I really think it's because um, yeah no it really is a people are clamoring for 
for a video game dune your uh lantern yeah. there is a your head's a grower <laughs> it grew a little bit and big him <laughs> Incl- including the heads it, they ate the chickens by the way oh. um oh sacrifices must been made yes chickens chickens are gone but uh <laughs> the heads are still going around um and and i think i mean you know but that's li- almost literally why funcom itself was bought up by um tencent was because tencent was like we want dune and funcom then... had the full rights to dune hold on then shut up <laughs> oh yes i did shut yeah up. They're like, we bought this book of of Dune. Now we can make now we can make movies off of it. Now we can make TV shows off of it. That's no. It's not how that works. That's not how that works. Yeah, the actual book that they bought and then planned to turn each page into an NFT and then burn the book. That's just yes. dumb. It just dumb. shows how like they don't even understand their own. Yeah, they did. It, it, it's it shows yeah. yeah a fundamental flaw in understanding what your own because what you even the, wouldn't have to burn the book to make it like to make it valuable. The the digital thing is still original, mm-hmm. technically, right? Like it's the first digital production of the page, in theory, or it's your digital production of the page. But then you wouldn't. You can't even do that because it's not your content. It's not your art so to start. No yeah. one should be letting you turn it into an NFT in the first place. The only people who should be making it into an NFT are the owners of Dune itself. Which would be Funcom. <laughs> well, no, because Funcom right? just has the rights well, to just the make game video rights. Games. Sorry, not, yeah. not the book rights. You're right. It's you're whoever right. basically owns the IP itself. Right, so uh, what you're saying is Funcom needs to make the game into an NFT. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Make Wait, an NFT a, game. I need to get a hold of Andy. Andy, quick! Make an NFT of the Conan, of the Conan Exiles game. Why are we bombing Ocho? I deserve it. That's why. You know it. I do. Uh, <laughs> but they noted, they put out an FAQ all about uh, what the game's going to be. And a couple of points in this that I've actually found interesting. Uh, I said, is an art the pace is slower than a typical RTS? Game also features exploration, territory control, economic growth, combat, politics, and spying. Um, has any of the game been reused slash recycled from Northgard or any of your other titles? They said, Vikings are well known for their very bad water discipline, so no, all aspects of Dune Spice Wars have been developed from the ground up specifically for this game. Uh, Why is the house Atreides green in-game when in previous games it was blue? They said, to stay true to the books. Many things in Dune have been represented differently in shows, movies, comics, or games over the years. The Atreides banner and uniforms are described as green and black in the books, so that is what we went for in the game. So... Basically, the plot of their their game That's will actually <laughs> focus a lot more on the books themselves than yeah, any of the movies or any of the other properties. Yeah, because I think in like Dune two thousand or the first RTS, it was House Ordos was the green faction, mm-hmm. and then of course the Trades was blue, Harkonnen red. Then the first game they're coming out with is an RTS. They're still working on the sandbox game. There's multiple Dune games in production. There are multiple Dune games in production, yeah. But it's not quite. But they say it's not quite RTS. It is RTS and also 4X, which means basically, like, 
not so much base building, but more like uh, control and like if you played. Am I thinking of Stellaris? No. I have no idea what you're thinking of. I forget. There's there's a couple uh, like space like... games out there that are sort of along the same lines. Zen, I don't remember if they were not in the books. It's been a while since I read them. Uh, another question. They said, will houses from classic Dune games make their way to the game? House Ordos, like you said. And they say House Ordos was first mentioned in the Dune Encyclopedia and then in the video game Dune 2, but never in Frank Herbert's works. We're uh -huh. starting with what's in the books, and we'll see what would be best beyond that during the early access. So again, they're sticking more to the books themselves, which I appreciate. I, I actually appreciate when they stick to the books. Um, will there be a campaign? They said the campaign will not be present in the initial launch build, but like multiplayer, is planned to come to the game at some point during the early access period. And then what involvement does Funcom have with the development of the game? He said things are simple. Shiro Games is in charge of the whole development process, and Funcom takes care of publishing and marketing. Funcom is actually working on the sandbox game. Yes, Funcom is working on their own Dune product, yes. Right, that's the one that Tencent acquired them for. It's not the RTS, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one's just right. like a little yeah. bonus. <laughs> Tencent did they're go not, all in on a... Uh... Thinking, they're not sinking 50 mil into the RTS. Right. They're sinking like 50 mil into the, <laughs> the, the main game. Which, I'm, which is, by the way, not to downplay the RTS. I'm just saying, like, I don't think RTS's budget is that as nearly as large or, or as necessary as like a open world multiplayer sandbox survival game like that that thing fucking requires way more work and that one will be a lot more similar to Conan Exiles probably i have said from the beginning the sand in exiles is amazing it's so, really nice yeah <laughs> I, I i imagine they can do dune justice like, the very first time this ever came up, I was like, fuck yeah. Conan Exiles, the first thing I noticed was the sand was fucking amazing. <laughs> the sand is amazing, right. And if it's if it's gonna be if it's gonna be a Dune product, it's gotta have good sand. Yeah, it's gonna be similar to, to Exiles. It's a survival game of some sort, yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, they could change some stuff or whatever, but, like, I imagine it's probably still Unreal Engine. And I would hope I mean, at this point, they've learned a fuck ton from Exiles. Mm -hmm. Like, a fuck ton from Exiles. Um, so, it would be interesting to see, like, you know, what they do with the next and iteration. And Ten Cent certainly, certainly thought so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, even just from watching, like, their dev streams and stuff. Like, they've learned as a company and as, as a developer so much from the beginning. They're, like, there's things they would have, like, done differently had they known in the beginning, like, what they would end up needing to do. Yeah, you know, sometimes, like, you get so far in, like, I can't change the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they definitely have reached that, those points in Exiles. They have enough hindsight now to start a new project uh, with uh, a lot of good knowledge. Zen says, wait, if there is no campaign. No, he's, okay, you're misunderstanding. They said in early access. So, Dune RTS is coming to early access, which is essentially, like, you know, a beta you can buy into. Like mm -hmm. Steam Early Access. So when it releases, it will have a campaign. When it comes to Early Access on Steam, originally it won't have a campaign, and they expect it to get the campaign at some point during the Early Access period. 
Right, right. Like when it comes out, it's going to be more a little more like Conan Unconquered, where it will basically have like sort of randomized maps, and then you could still have the combat and whatnot. You could still have the whatever the main gameplay just go on, on on more randomized maps where the campaign will probably take place as a story through you know. But they talked a little bit about the campaign stuff and what they want to do there and like mm-hmm. how you can arrive at and solve com- conflict in different ways and not even necessarily fighting. Mm-hmm. You could you could go political route that sort of thing. They, they talked a little bit about that. But the point is it's early access. Early access right. is not the same as release. They're not saying it's going to launch as a as a full release product with no campaign. They're saying it's launching in early access with no with no campaign originally. And we're hoping is, that they take the route of early access the same way that Funcom did. Right, like a year a but, year But to actually do Funcom or to actually do early access the way that early access is intended to be meant, used. Yeah. Test shit. <laughs> Get feedback. And then, you know, at the end of the year, produce a... a Conan Exiles and even um, Isle of Sipta all in early access. And they changed the games, like... Drastically. 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 Oh my god, drastically. Based on feedback from that. And then they eventually... And then when they thought, okay, but, you know, it's now good, we're now going to release. So they came out of early access in a good... Like, they they put out the game, they looked at the feedback... They changed the game, and then they released it. All that's true, but the the key thing to that is it was a year. Yes, they were. They it were like, wasn't, "This is uh, how you do early access. You don't just have like some like arbitrary, unending, perpetual beta that you that you maybe one day you decide to come out of." And they're like, "At the end of this year, we're gonna fucking ship product," mm-hmm. and that's what they did with Exiles. Uh, I don't know how long Sipta was in was in early access. I don't think it was more than a year. It could have been less. Um, but essentially, the, like the idea is, you shouldn't be in early access more than a year. Early access means right. <laughs> early access is supposed to mean you have a product. You just need to to get some feedback and polish stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like it's 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 not an alpha. It's a beta or or even better than a beta, but just not quite release. Right. And then your the idea is it lets it lets people buy into the beta, which gives you funding to further improve the product, and then you push it out. Uh, I'll say, but the whole term of early access has been sullied by a lot of companies basically taking advantage of early access, and um, basically taking all the money from it not really building up the games, keeping in perpetual early access, and then going off of the, that, oh, but we're still making the game excuse, you know, in, no. in, perpe- in, in perpetuity. Early access means you have badly working products making money. No. Early access means, like, legitimately early access is supposed to mean that that we have something that we need we need feedback on, and and, yes, maybe we need funding, but we also need feedback. So we need feedback and we need money to uh, fund the work to f- to make the rest the of feedback it. recommends, I guess, is the way yeah. to say that, right? Um, that's, that's, the, that's the idea. That's the goal. Some companies have taken like bad like advantage of that. Exiles was a perfect example of how you do that right. 
like mm-hmm. you, you people bought into the early access and then like they fucking went you know Funcom went nutso with the development for it and at the end of the year they shipped units they, they pushed out a live product and they've continued to iterate on it and update it and do like you know uh, really good things with Exiles. It's still, it's still, I think, a big uh, flagship for them. Oh, I think it's like uh, their main flagship right now. Yeah. Yeah, like I think it still is. Like I think it still mm-hmm. earns them revenue. I, I, I watched a speed run of Conan Exiles. <laughs> it's great. Do you know that there's like a current patch speed run of Conan Exiles? No. Uh, Lobos Junior. Uh, the streamer that did that played Dark Souls on guitar. Later, Volmer. Like, he, I believe he's, I think he's, I don't know if he still holds it. He has, like, the, he had at least the world record for the fastest completion of Conan Exiles. Night, Farmer. Um, which is great. Like, that's super huge exposure. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him play it and, like, I think actually liking it over um, Valhan. Val, yeah. Like he played Val- Valheim as well. I think he ended up going back to Exiles, uh, which is like I'm mean, like that's like one of the biggest streamers I've I've seen like seen I personally watched that was like playing playing Exiles on like another level. Um, so yeah, I think Exiles is still doing still doing pretty well. They're they're doing a lot of they're still doing a lot of things right. So I have high hopes for the Dune game as well uh, because. The people they, they basically they took the people that they took the people that learned from exiles that were in charge and then put them on the Dune team. That's why you had all these people come into exiles and now be like, you know what I mean? They have they've had changes of the guard kind of. Yeah. You know? Because they took those people with the exiles experience and went, Hey, you're not working on Dune. <laughs> You're now working on Dune, right? Because, because Exiles is built up enough that you can put someone else <clears throat> over there to keep it running without, you know what I mean? And mm. now you have those people that were there in the trenches for Exiles and learned all the things not to do. And now those guys are working on Dune. It's, it's super smart. Super smart. Um, and with Tencent basically, yeah, saying that they're basically all in on Funcom because of the dune product they have quite a bit at stake for making sure it's going to come out well but as from what it looks like everything that they're doing is right is the the game should come out well yeah i say i think i think it will i think it will i i I still have to read the books though that's it you still have to read the books (laughs) i still have to read the books i like reading books before i jump into other media that's me all right, so we did get some we did get something interesting. Uh, we were tagged in a post on Twitter by an in medias res in medias res um, uh, looking them up on everything that I was capable of doing so is uh, it's it's a name in Latin meaning in the middle of things. They've set up a YouTube channel and Patreon. Where they say that they are creating folklore, readings, music, and 3D modeling. Tyson Octor 
uh, on the Patreon page about says, quote, I'm passionate about telling odd yet compelling stories in a visually interesting manner, combining such stories with music, atmospheric design and 3D modeling for video production is what this all is all about. I hope you join me on this journey. And uh, they've posted a couple things to YouTube, which appear to be uh, readings of the Secret World lore currently at the buzzing. They have currently basically a reading of the buzzing up on their YouTube channel. And uh, so it's another it's another Secret World creative out there. So and Jimmy, we have something a little extra right now from them. Yes. So they uh, sent me a a teaser for their next video that is not up yet. Okay. It's just, it's just an audio and the audio portion. Uh, Okay, I'll go ahead and play it. Our wisdom flows so sweet. Taste. The last survivor of the Nostromo. Initiate the witness. That's it? That's it? Oh, so I, I'm, assuming, okay. I'm assuming we can expect the next video to be Dark Agartha? To be on Dark Agartha, yes. The first one is basically on the... um. And is or it is basically a reading of the buzzing lore entries. Which they attribute to uh, to Joshua Deach. I don't. That might be possibly misattributed. Uh, I don't know. I think the buzzing is. I mean, the buzzing is his invention for sure. I think it's his invention, but uh, I know we've we've asked him about this before. When we were like, you know, how much of this is yours? How much of this? And he basically was like, mostly it's all a team. Like especially there in the beginning, it was all more of a team effort than it was him. Um. But there was a point when it was like, I think it was like right before Tokyo that they were like, no, like, uh, or the, like Tokyo and at least all of the the bestiary. I know all the bestiary is him. Um, when they when they dropped all the bestiary lore, that is, that is, I believe, all him. Um, before that, though, before Tokyo... I believe that he was on as part of the team, but I don't know if he, you know, it's not all his writing necessarily. Drew, I didn't even realize until I looked at this that, like, actually that last survivor, the Nostro, Nostromo signing off, is actually part of the lore for Dr. Garth. Yep. Like, that literally, like, I guess I kind of just sort of speed read past that a little bit because it doesn't... Uh, Trying to think like what part of the, uh, let's see. Well, I'm actually, I, I gotta say though, I actually really like this because they're going from like essentially the buzzing, which is the very beginning, to the Dark Agartha, which is kind of the end. Dark Agartha is the most recent legend, I, if I recall. Dark Agartha would be the most recent, yes. Um, and Dark Agartha has some really cool information in it. Really cool information in it. Um, I just realized I don't have all of Dark Agartha unlocked. <gasps> Gasp! But, like, the part where they say, like, we we were the education protocol, but we did not tell you everything. We withheld. Yeah. She was not the first Immaculate Machine. We did not tell you what came before, what comes after. You are, which I just interpreted to mean fucked, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Life, uh, finds a way. Is, is Refim, are you still around? I just realized maybe we waited too long in there. They're they're gone already. They're sitting next to us, so. Oh, hopefully never mind. Around. They should still be around. Hello. 
Yes, well, we believe this is this is Refram. This is Refram's baby. Uh, Refram, did you want did you want to come chat about it? I can I can I can shoot you a link if you if you want to come come chat about your project. What? Where's the what the? Oh. I got a um. Somebody doesn't like me dancing over here. Never mind, it went away. Oh, that's <laughs> probably Ceruliana. It's like I just had a mech at my at my feet. Ah. What in the hell? What in tarnation? Damn it, Bobby. We still use a line. I, I think it was usually in reference to, like, the kids, and now it's in reference to the puppy. But there's some episode of King of the Hill where it's Bobby and Dale's kid that's not Dale's kid, right? Yes. And he's hanging out with Bobby, and, like, everyone's leaving, and they're like, and he's like, whoa, we can go pee in places where pee uh, isn't supposed to be. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like everyone's like leaving. They're gonna be home alone. He's like, we can pee in places that pee isn't supposed to be. And like, what? That? What? <laughs> Why? What? And so, for, like, that's been like a thing. First with the kids when they were little and had would have like peeing accidents, and now with the now with the puppy, you know, pee in places where pee isn't supposed to be. Yay! That was that was that was that's been my house for the past two weeks too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last week was not a good week. Um, I, was, I was like, how is that like an exciting thing you do when the parents are away? Be <laughs> in places that pee isn't supposed to be. Yes! Finally! I don't understand. It's, it's like a, a rebellion, but in a really weird way. I, I, are you just peeing outside because you can and no one's going to yell at you or something? Like, are you peeing? Because like, you can't be peeing in a corner in the house. Someone's gonna notice that when they get back. Like I'm yeah. gonna pee in the kitchen. I'm sorry. What? What are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, you could pee in the sink in the kitchen, I guess, and no one would probably realize that that happened. Bottom of the dishwasher Maybe. or something. <laughs> yeah. Don't anything that, that washes itself. <laughs> anything that washes itself, you'll be you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be all right. Um. No, yeah, but, uh, like, uh, our kitten was going through heat, and uh, she's going through heat, and the other, our older cat did not know how to deal with it, so part of, part of heat is that, yeah, they sort of mark up their territory a little, so she was going around and, like, doing, like, you know, little bits outside of the box, which wasn't like her, because she's usually really good about being in the box, and a little bit outside the box, but our other cat was like, what is this nonsense, and then she started peeing everywhere, and then, like, our our son was having was having his own issues he about going in, and I was like, "Can nobody? Can no one pee where they're supposed to in this house? Can nobody figure it out?" But did you start peeing out of the box? <laughs> At one point, I turned to my wife and I was like, "You better have gone on the potty." That's all I'm saying. I'm like, "Did you? Did you go where you were supposed to?" She's like, "Yes, of course I did." I was like, "Good." Cause I'm too, it, yeah, it was like, it was like a good, like four or five days in a row of this happening. And I was, we were just going crazy. Zan said, is it mostly, it is mostly into a sink. Yes. Don't you do that as a child or is this memory suppressed? I mean, I don't think so. I don't think I, no, I, I did pee on tires. I'd be on a road trip somewhere and like your dad would have you get out and he'd be like, pee on the tire, make us go faster. <laughs> that, was, that was the quote. <laughs> pee on the tire. It'll make us go faster. Oh, I think there's I think there's Refum. <laughs> I think Refum just tried to join the Skype call. 
Or is in the center of call? Uh, I said joined. I see four of four in the call. Hello? Hello? Hey! There you are. There you are. How are you, Refim? How are you? Uh, should I call you Refim or should I call you Tyson? Either one works. Okay. Well, we go by our uh, our pseudonyms here, so uh, Refim is fine. All right. All right. So how are you? How are you doing, sir? Not too bad. Not too bad. Okay. All right. So if you don't yeah, mind my asking, where are you? Where are you from? What part of the world are you from? Uh, Pennsylvania. Oh. Wait, you're in my state. It's only big enough for one of us. <laughs> you're in Jimmy's territory. Oh no. Yeah, in uh, Northeast PA. Oh, that's okay. okay. I'm in the I, I'm in the southwest. Of All right, see, there we go. We got a uh, got plenty of space. <laughs> also, then actually, you're much you're much closer to uh, to me than you are to Jimmy. Yeah, you're probably point. closer to Mikey. Yeah, because I'm right. I'm right outside of uh, Philadelphia, but in Jersey, I'm on the Jersey side. <laughs> Nobody's closer to me, so I'm down in in the uh, the the dong of the U.S. So we're not, to we're not down around. by the uh, uh, by Waffles yes. way. Yes, Waffles are a resident Florida man. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear anything about Florida man, it's it's waffle. Yeah, True. you see my picture. No, but welcome, well, um, welcome, Reffin. Uh, so, what is so in your own words? I basically quoted what you said on your about page, but in your own words, what is what is this this project that you are that you are working on? Uh, really, I just wanted to do something involved with the game, and. Uh... I've seen so many friends uh, have issues with getting streaming software working, so I just want to avoid that entirely and just record stuff and put it out there. Okay. Fair. Fair. So you're talking to three people who actually do have streaming software down pretty well. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, that's, no, that's fair. Like, completely fair. Like, I no, it is, it is fair, though, stream yeah. Just go completely to shit, because the mod didn't work in the middle of me streaming. Mm -hmm. So... <laughs> Not something you have to deal with if you're pre-recording and just go like, oh, well, I just I'll fix this and record it later. I'll yeah, fix it no, in post. Uh, you have a lot more control when you are uh, not doing it live. I'll do it live. Um. No, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so basically, is is basically what you're doing? Based, um, essentially, doing dramatic readings of the of the lore that's already in the game. Yeah, that's that's the idea. And okay. uh, on Twitter, I put a little tag in about uh, SWLRP. If if anybody wanted to get in touch with me, they they can. Uh, I I would be open to creating new content uh, in that voice that okay. could be used. Yeah, because there is still a relatively large RP community within S the Secret World. It's kind of uh, kind of been segmentized into a small little group, but they're they're out there. They're out there. Yeah. They're out there. We have a we have an RP community here. Yeah, they're pretty consistent too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Vomer already left, but Va I know Vomer's yeah, Vomer. there. Like, uh, Madrina does a lot does a lot of the uh, radio like in RP radio shows. Yeah, basically, yeah. Any of the art, any of the radio shows have a lot of mm -hmm. RPers at them. Like the Horn God meetups and the um, 
the park meetups, like the New York park meetups and, and stuff like that. There's, there's, yeah, there's still a very healthy RP community, I think, which is good. It's always good to see. Even, even though I, I've, I've tried to dabble in the RP a little bit, uh, on occasion, I've gone to a couple of RP events, but, um, I always, I always feel weird. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not an RPer at heart, but, uh, um, but I can still appreciate it. I can still appreciate what they do. Yeah, um, same, same. I have, uh, I have friends that have been into RP in, uh, different realms <laughs> and always thought it was interesting, but I, like, I, I don't quite get it. But uh, would still love to to help them tell their stories uh, in a different way if I could. Or could, yeah, to help out in some some sort of manner. That was going to be my next question, yeah. though. Is is uh, the the lore that's in Secret World is is fantastic lore. Of course, it is. Um, we love the lore in Secret World. I mean, part of the lore is what drives all of us to play the game in the first place. But. Um, all the lore is basically, and it, there's a lot of it. Uh, so there's there's a lot of material there to 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 work with necessarily. But yes, my my main question is going to be: but are you planning on possibly creating your own lore or your own dramas or your own whatever? Because you created a Patreon for this. So were you planning on, um, what were you planning on using? Like, what what do you think is going to be the draw for using the Patreon itself? the the patreon itself uh you know really I, I put that together because uh i have other friends that are creators and there is like you know like patreon's helped me out so much so like all right i'll i'll get that done that's out there and uh there's still more i have to do to to set it up better and like look at all the different uh ins and outs of the tiers and and all that but uh you know it's at this point uh be willing to have conversations about with people that are interested in uh you know better better tailored to to what they'd be interested in uh, okay sort of creating for uh to see what people want created kind of yeah like i like you said there's there's a lot to draw from with uh just within this game so that'll keep me busy for a bit and uh if it gives me time to and uh contacts to set up with other people to do other projects then great okay i have an okay. important question to me i would like to know how is it you have two videos and twice as many subscribers as i do um uh <laughs> i might have to take this into private i'm just saying i went to look I, at it and i was like holy shit <laughs> god damn i've been playing YouTube the, uh, out since 2015 on that account yeah so is it did did you like repurpose the channel yeah yeah originally i had been doing uh translations of rammstein videos like years ago and uh then when uh all the different algorithm ageddons happened uh yeah the whole channel just got wiped and uh but oh, i i had shit. amassed quite a few followers from that Gotcha. Okay, that that yeah, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> that makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was just like Jesus Christ. Like, the, if that had existed for like two weeks, it had been like double. I was like, God damn, what am I doing wrong? It's like, well, I, I might as well Holy quit shit. too. Most of my stuff is on open. Yeah, I, I'd been losing like a uh, one follower a month for the last few years, um, but I 
got enough back to cover that this week. So I I feel like up. I don't know why this is the case. Subscribing on Twitch costs money. Subscribing on YouTube costs no money. I had or I said I'm sorry following because follow on twitch is basically the same as subscribe on youtube right yeah. it's, yes it's just yeah. adding, it's the same. this is a different just, just terminology a, yeah getting a follow on twitch easy getting us getting a free subscribe on youtube like fucking pulling tea <laughs> like i don't know why it is but it is that is just genuinely the truth people will throw you follows on twitch like no problem just to help help you out like whatever do you and do on youtube CTAs? Huh? Do you do your CTAs? What? What? I don't even Call know what to action. say. Call to action? No, because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you You want to know what I think the real answer is? I think because on Twitch they put they put two buttons right next to each other. They put the follow button, and then right next to it they put the notification button. On uh, and now I, I can't remember on YouTube specifically, but I, on YouTube it's like if you hit subscribe that's almost everything that you subscribe to will be like notified to you yeah. I, I think i like i agree i well you know, on youtube you still have to ring the bell yeah you like, gotta the, do the, the call bell. to actions are, are subscribe ring the bell but i do i do think you're partially right one i think it's a terminology i think the terminology yes. on youtube is worse subscribing yes. like just makes subscribing you think is not the word you should something. be using yeah yeah it makes you think you're paying for something even when you're not so mm-hmm. I think that's a turnoff, number one. And number two, even though even if you haven't hit, rung the bell, when you subscribe to something, it's in your feed. So you're like on Twitch when I follow you, doesn't mean I see you ever when I'm looking for shit. Yeah. But you know what I mean? But on YouTube, when I click uh subscribe, that shit's in my feed like every day. Zen says no, it is because nobody knows if I don't hit subscribe. If I watch someone on Twitch and don't hit follow, I feel morally wrong. It's all—it's all about the guilt. There's a guilt associated with it. the well. analytics. Might back that up. Uh, I'm currently sitting at 98.5% of the viewers not subscribing. Yeah, that's a oh, huge yeah. thing. Every single, even massive YouTuber that I see, always the end of the videos are like, "Please hit subscribe." 75% of people aren't subscribed, and these are like people that make their living and have like multiple millions of views. Yeah, you know they still have a problem with subscriber, and I think a it's the verbiage mm-hmm. that's wrong, and b it's what it does to your feed. You're essentially protecting your feed by saying I only want to see what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Whereas on Twitch, yes, you can click a page to see who you're following, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you see them on like the live uh, when you go to like these these popular things are streaming, right? Like mm-hmm. it's 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 separated out, so it, you're you're almost like protecting your algorithm, on, on, uh, on Twitch, YouTube. Well, on on, yeah. on on YouTube, you're protecting your algorithm by not subscribing because you're oh, like, yes, I like yes, this yes. thing, I'll give it a like, but I'm not subscribing because I want to fucking show up in my feed. You know, well, the everything thing is, is because if the reason why a lot of people don't subscribe is say if you're like interested in just gaming videos or say like Fortnite videos. If you start subscribing to um, something that's not relative to what you usually been watching, now you get flooded with all that shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's why there's times that if you don't go to that person that you subscribe to as channels, you're will be no longer fed 
any of the videos or newest videos from that channel, even though you subscribe to it, because it's showing YouTube that you're not interested in it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think I think on Twitch, and here's another thing I'll say on Twitch, when you click follow, any any halfway decent streamer has a graphic that comes up, so and so followed. Yeah, that's a huge. It, it's not even that you feel wrong for not following; it's that you get an endorphin rush for following. Oh yeah, it like, costs you nothing to do, and you see your name come up, and they know that you just did it, and everyone else knows you get you like just a. Did it. A thank you, and you normally yeah, get like yeah. a. Whereas on YouTube, you hit subscribe, it's not live, and like, what benefit do you get yeah. out of that? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's the that's the problem. The problem the problem is, someone has to the endorphin rush. Well, the thing is, if it's not live, no one that that person doesn't know is subscribed or not. So like, who the fuck cares? There's no, there's no good or bad. There's no endorphin rush, but there's no feeling guilty either. They don't know what I did or didn't do. Right, right. And you're protecting your algorithm. So, yeah, I think YouTube is kind of losing on that front. And it's so much more difficult to get subscribers on, I, uh, on YouTube. I did get a Google TV for my other room. And uh, I did notice that I'm not as likely to get up and find the remote to subscribe to a new channel on the TV than as I would if I was just on my computer. Yeah. So I, I wonder purposely... if that's that's like a small part of it too for, for some of the audience at least. On my TV, I don't even log in. Mostly because I don't want whatever's showing up there to... Uh, <laughs> what, to like, you, not, you don't want the I... naked yoga to show up on your TV. <laughs> I mean, I don't... <laughs> look at that i i'm like a real person i'll just go to a porn site and not look at naked yoga on youtube but my my point is i don't necessarily want on my tv that my kids use to like you know to go into the youtube and them to see like i don't know like dark souls 3 speed running or some shit like it's not relevant i'll just they look up on manually. youtube kids they don't use youtube kids because i don't bother putting it on there's some regular youtube on the tablets yeah screw that but but they're learning things god damn it they're, they're learning, learning things. real life they're gonna learn That's how to right. speed run right and speed run dark souls 3 you know because that's important Zen says, I mean, some Twitch streamers have those splashes disabled because no one wants their name to show up on ear licking streams i guess <laughs> that's not true and no am i know amaranth has that shit displayed somebody's probably paying extra that. for that no you see that yeah they really want that to show up on uh, yeah. ear licking mm-hmm. streams because they want to be known in the ear licking community especially if we need to get wanna... the, the subscribe notification comes up it's like a little jingle and it's like oh hey i get to write your name on the board hold on bend over that, re- <laughs> that reminds me uh uh, uh, a vast. He, he's right. a, uh, he works in the Overwatch League, um, and he's also a streamer. And I guess he raided Amaranth at some point at one of any one of his streams. Um, and when he raided, it said, "Yo, know, like raid with so many like hundreds or thousands of people coming in from a vast stream." And she was like, "Our matey," because you know, because a vast name. So like then that is his like that clip is like his I think follow uh or subscribe 
graphic now is Amran Amran saying RRVD, which is pretty fucking amazing. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I the, the live you like the live interaction is just way better, right? And getting getting someone trying to guilt someone into subscribing on YouTube that those calls to action just doesn't it doesn't work, man. If people like your shit, they're gonna do it, and if they don't, they're not gonna. And no amount of like, please hit the button is gonna make someone hit the button. I feel also, like if anything, it turns people. Off. I'll <laughs> say also the whole like, you know, smash that like, smash that subscribe button, and you know, is sort that of can't, that can be okay if you're doing it in a funny. I was like, like, but it's sort it's of, sort of yeah. like it's it's I've been mocked. It's, I've been yeah. playing oh, around yeah. with sure. with a better way to do it myself, and I, I haven't found a good way yet. Um, what a like I, one of one of my ideas was having fun with it in like the closed captioning. Like turn the closed captioning on. By the way, if you haven't seen the videos with that, um, I do uh, what's called sweetened closed captioning. It's the actual term. I looked it up. It couldn't be better. Um, but. Yeah, I, I have some fun in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I think one of the, of the I think uh... one of the, the more interesting ways that I've seen it done, where someone says it, is basically like they have their like relative introduction to what the video is is about, or you know, um, and then right before they get into the content, they basically say like you know, so you know, appreciate it, you know, just go ahead and and. And like and subscribe and do all that and now into the content and so basically it's sort of like the introduction into it. So it's I, like okay. they don't tell you they don't tell you right at the end when you might not have time before YouTube basically hits you onto the next video, uh, and they don't you know come right off the bat and say it as well. They do it sort of like midpoint, which I thought like okay, all right, I kind of like that. I kind of like that method. It's a little better. I do, I I do like the closed caption. A slow, heavy, ominous guitar dirge attacks. A light <laughs> piano ventures cautiously. <laughs> all right, that's pretty cool. Okay, all right. That that is uh, if there's someone like that actually can't hear, like watching that, that's super great. Yeah, so like very, there there are shows and movies that I've seen that had the subtitles done in a style like this, and. I was always just wondering, why aren't they all like this? Why are they all like this? Yeah. Like, they all need to be like this. <laughs> My favorite, uh, I think, a movie was, uh, it did subtitles, was Nightwatch. I don't know if you've seen that. It's uh, the guy that directed um, the movie Wanted. Nightwatch, the, the Russian horror films, yeah. 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 When he, the subtitles... Like he baked into the movie, hmm. um, and like they're they're part of the cinematic style. Like, um, I think one like the vampires like calling to him, and there's just like blood floating in the air. This is like come to me. You know what I mean? Like, like the the English subtitles are literally baked into the cinema mm -hmm. of, of the thing, and like when the one the vampire yells like get out, like that it comes out like a megaphone like the words in english come out like a megaphone from his from his mouth and like mm -hmm. they shake like it's it's such a like i mean the effects in that movie are cool as shit especially considering i think he did that on like a shoestring budget but the fact that the subtitles are 
part of the cinematography is <laughs> it's like uh there was one time my wife and i are big into into theater um we've we even met in a uh in basically a theater company um that we both that we both did stuff with and there was one time we went to go see a production of it was like a community theater production uh but it was community theater production of pippin and um it it it's a, it which is a, a basically a, it's a musical and it like our friend was in it and so we weren't expecting much we were basically expecting them to be like okay so the music's going to be like okay and the acting's going to be okay and it's just going to you know we're here mostly to support our friend and that's cool um but when we got there it was like oh this production is going to be um we're going to have uh, sign language interpreters going along with, you know, uh, here as well. Okay, so we thought there was going to be, like, someone at the front of the stage basically, like, you know, giving all of the sign language and, uh, you know, all of that to go along with the show. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But instead, they had an actor who uh, followed around every main character and every, like, there there were two or three interpreters, and they just followed around the different characters right behind them, signing as what they were saying as they went. And it's it lifted up the entire production. It was, <laughs> like, at one point, um, like, at one point, the, like, one of the characters dies. Get, one of the characters gets stabbed by another character, and he dies. And uh, when that happened... The interpreter grabbed the knife from the person after he was done and stabbed the the other interpreter, and it was like, "This is fantastic! This is amazing! <laughs> Why haven't we seen this done before?" And they were like, "Oh, this was like only for tonight." And I'm like, "This was only for one show? Like, God, that was amazing!" Wow. So no, I could absolutely uh, see where, yeah, going above and beyond with. Um, with with certain aids like that, with uh, you know, with subtitles or with whatnot, should absolutely be taken taken into consideration. So it's appreciated. It's very much appreciated. Oh no, he disappeared from the game. Chicken. No, Refram. Oh. Refram disappeared, and Ceruliana is breaking the game. But the chickens are gone too. That's all right. I have the NFT. It's fine. <laughs> you yeah. have the you have the chicken NFT. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I have the frozen one. <laughs> And Farmer's got the backup. We got to like the shotguns replied, frozen chicken, not frozen thighs. Um, I did I did want to say uh about the the teaser clip for Dr. Gartha. Like, um A, the Dr. Gartha led like legend is some of my favorite stuff. Um, not just because it's the most recent, but because of the revelations in it. And also just some of the lines in it are fucking amazing. Um but also, I didn't realize until listening to your clip uh, that some of that text was really there. I think I kind of glossed over it. Uh, so I just wanted to say, like, like uh, props on the uh, presentation of it. Because mm -hmm. it was pre presented in such a way that, like, I actually processed that text that I have been apparently just sort of Glossing, glossing over. over, yeah, 
Yeah, your presentation is very much, uh, very much. Uh, I'm gonna say slow. Slow is not the right word for it. It's it's methodical. Deliberate. Which de deliberate. Yeah, deliberate. Yeah, deliberate. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but not just that, not just not just deliberate, but just the changing of the voices. Uh, like I, legitimately, I didn't realize the last survivor of the Nostromo signing off. I didn't realize that was part of that legend. I just straight up. I mean, there's, it's been a while since I read it. I might have forgot. There's a ton like, of little things like that sprinkled through all of them. Uh, oh yeah. I'm 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 actually I talked about this on the Discord a little bit, but uh, I'm actually talking with a former assistant to Neil Gaiman uh, to get a copy of this uh, this album that her and another assistant recorded based on poems he wrote. And one of the lines from one of the poems is in uh, The Revenant's Lore. Oh, nice. So I'm, I'm tracking a copy down. Like, it's, it's not for sale. It rarely, it barely exists online. Um, but I, I tracked her down and she said she can get me a copy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get it in there somehow. But yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff like that. And uh I yeah, I just thought it'd be cool to to get it all together and uh you know give uh give people a different way to experience the lore. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, a lot of creation because you're you're tapping into another avenue of doing expanding and doing the lore bring it out there to more of uh, the people who haven't really heard about it all that much or in Jimmy, like in Jimmy's case, just bypass it in their many runs <laughs> through the yeah, game. I mean, I've, and I've read, <laughs> I've literally read all the legends in the game at least once. Um, even the beast Jerry. I read that when I was farming 10 K's back in TSW. I was just, cause I was just farming like 10 K kills for, you know, 14 hours a day and I would just like read the legends while I was attacking <laughs> shooting. But the, the problem is is that there's so much of it that even yes, it's, even if you yeah. if, if you've read it once, you you'll forget. It's like, wait, is that in it? Oh, yeah. No, that well, can't be in it. Especially me. Yeah. Goldfish rabbit over here. Uh <laughs> yeah. I I'll fucking forget that shit. I mean, the thing is, it's more that my recall's busted than anything else. It's there somewhere. You know what I mean? It's just it's just the the, the recall is, is fucked up, um, so you know every once in a while I'll just be like oh yeah this thing, <laughs> you know <laughs> but ninety nine percent of the time I don't remember what the fuck I read, you know what I mean, um, but if something were to come up maybe it would trigger it and I would somehow pull that piece of information up, uh, but yeah it is it is definitely you know something where it's good to hear it in a different way and not just a different way but i feel like at least to me it's kind of and maybe like let me know if i'm overstepping but it feels a little bit like this is sort of what it's supposed to be like when it's getting beamed into your brain that that's what i was going for when i started the sound design of it i was just like all right like what would this be like uh like what? What would it? What would it feel like to have like these ideas just getting injected directly into your head? Yay! I wasn't. I wasn't completely out in left field uh, <laughs> for once. Um, yeah, that's kind of what it felt like to me. Is is with the with just the different voices, um, 
And that's even like a little bit, at least the deeper tone ones kind of remind me a little bit of the Serrano stuff from Moons of Madness. Like the, I don't know, did you play the ARG thing? I did. I did. Yeah, that had like voices, right? In the, when you click different stuff, you'd hear like weird, the, the. Yeah, they, they did have different voices that would come out and, uh. Yeah, like uh, some of the, like, the filth babbling. Things. Yeah, um, and some of it was clues. Some of it you could take as clues, and some of it was just, I think, background. But, but yeah, it kind of had like a like, had like a similar feel. A lot of whispers. At least, for the, yeah, the the deeper parts of it remind me of that. But the other parts definitely, um, yeah, it feels like like radio frequency or or, or literally just buzzing, which is very appropriate. Um, yeah, I. I uh... I took a sample of bees swarming and uh, stretched That's it cool. out and threw a bunch of different effects at it and then uh, just tweaked it and tweaked it and tweaked it until it uh, it still sounded like bees or it sounded like bees again uh, from not sounding like bees at all to like getting it close to being bees again, but like just wrong enough. Uh, and then in the other side, the other, uh, the other ear, the main sound is... Uh, white noise it's overlapping with different harmonics so um but it's it's all just noise uh, so yeah it was supposed to create that like just like weird uneasiness yeah it, it, uh, i think it i think it does that excellent thank you yeah no i in, in like definitely in a, in a good way i think lore is fun beyond the first time and just sometimes it takes you a little while to get more out of it um I think much like playing through the game, I think playing through Secret World like one time or even as just one faction is just not enough. You need to play through it multiple times and as all the factions. And then probably as each faction a second time to pick up what you missed the first time through. You know, uh, in my opinion, at least. You, you definitely don't get a full picture of the game without doing all three factions for oh, yeah, 100% for sure. For sure, yeah. Um... And then there's just stuff like the game basically there's all kinds of nods to things that you have no possible way of knowing mm -hmm. while on your first playthrough. You know what I mean? Like there's there's references to Tokyo in in Savage Coast. And you have no fucking an idea about Tokyo at that point in time. And if you started playing TSW in the beginning, like you basically didn't know Tokyo was coming. Or when you did know Tokyo was coming, you certainly didn't know anything that existed in Tokyo yet. Um, so the, it's very clear that the storyline for the game was pretty well thought out, like well before anything was executed, you know, uh, because they wrote all that shit in well before that, that later content was made. Uh, so there's all kinds of like cross things and, you know, you'll, you'll encounter something and be like, oh shit, that links to this thing over here. I'm still trying to figure out the stupid um, traitor in Scorched Desert. I'm pretty sure he's a he's an ex dragon person or some shit. The, the traitor the, in Scorched Desert, the one that you can assassinate with a sniper rifle. I don't so remember the, that right now. There's the traitor mission. It, it's one of the first ones you can get. Okay. When you first show up in the zone, you talk to what's your face, and you have like it automatically gives you <clears> one <throat> mission. But the second mission is the, called the traitor. And mm -hmm. the side mission is called Headhunter, which is for recruiting. 
And he's the only alive recruit. The one that answers the doorbell and is like, yeah, I'll show up. And that's the same guy you assassinate in the trainer mission. It is that guy. And then there's like at the turn-ins, I think, for the missions, at least if you're playing Dragon Faction, there's little codes at the end of the turn-ins. And I think somewhere along the way, like something on your like your you know 50th playthrough, you realize that like, oh, the guy that's a traitor, like also I think used to be a dragon, potentially. And the I think the codes relate to that. If I'm not mistaken. Those codes are a whole rabbit hole. Um the old TSW forums had some very deep dives into them. Uh it it didn't it didn't all come together until uh until later. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's there's even clues when you get to um if you look at the one board, there's a sign on and it says like x equals zero one or something like that. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the key so, that you need to solve the puzzle that's hidden in <laughs> all of the lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, those motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh the whole thing it's it turns out like it's telling this story about um the dragon keeping uh, the the people that are writing these notes like they don't want to be there, uh, like they're not even allowed to use their names and everything. So that's why they start using. They figure out like, oh, if we just put some random codes at the bottom, like they let it slide through. Uh, but if they would sign their name, they would redact it. So like right, they right. they had to hide it in the in these puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like everything's a puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> puzzles Everyone, within puzzles. Mm-hmm. Nothing is, yeah, everything is intentional. Nothing is, uh... And it's all so connected and so, like, just the fact that, like, the key to that would be in the raid, right? Like, that's on the wall, on the, on the, it's a ticker. On the marquee, it's ticker. yeah. Yeah, uh, in the raid. Like, on the ticker, yeah. That, that's fucking insane that that would even be a thing. And that's, but that's, that's what I mean. There's no possible way you play through this game one time on one character for one faction and have any fucking idea what's going on in the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you, you have to come at it from all the factions. And also, I'm not sure it's possible, <laughs> unless you're pulling some fucking Pepe Sylvia shit. You know, <laughs> Charlie with the, with the... That's what I'm imagining the whole time uh you're telling these like the story like how like they were they're putting it all together like at funcom like just imagine yeah. somebody like <laughs> like there's at the board if you think about it the just the sheer breadth of information like there's just no way to fit it in your head at the same time mm-hmm. like you have to like put it down and set it over here and say this is attached to this with your yarn and your pin. <laughs> you have to basically and, like, be the, you have to the, the Charlie aside. meme, yeah. At least for me, there's no possible way I could keep this all in my head at the same time. Like, it's just not, I don't think it's, uh, for me, personally, I don't think it's physically possible. I can't comprehend all of all of the lore at once. It's like the, the revelation that, like, the guy at the end of Darkness War is, like, one of the bosses in... Yeah, um, boss three. Is yeah, is boss three Polaris. in uh uh the first dungeon? What is it called? Polaris. In Polaris, Polaris. yes. Yeah. That one mission. Uh 
Uh, dungeon. I said it like five times. And you're like, it's, uh, it's what the the shipping containers, Cthulhu. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, you mean facility? Yeah, yes. yeah, that one. That one, that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the Varangian. The Varangian. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Varangian. Varangian. Something like that. The Ferengi. Yeah, that guy. But it's like, yeah. but it's even one of those the things Ferengi. where it's like, like, guess what? Those are connected, and you wouldn't know yeah. that if you didn't read the lore. If you didn't read the lore, and, and certain, I think even certain turn-ins are what tells you that 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 is, it's like a mission turn-in that tells you that they sunk or something. Still don't know how people know code for the shipping container in uh, Polaris. Uh, I don't know how you. I don't remember how you know the right code. I just know you put in the wrong code three times and it opens. So I don't think a me, right code has been found. It has. I know. It, oh, there is a correct has. code to get it the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I always put nope. in one 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 one. Yeah, Sam, I just spam it. <laughs> and it opens. But uh, Mikey, didn't you put in the code at some point? Yeah. Um, I'm there is a look on on TSWDB. Was uh, oh, it a, that one. a four digit instead of a three digit? Or Zin says it's five four five six. They I want to say is it is that also part of the lore? That might also be part of the lore. It pro- I mean, it has to go to something, right? Like, there's no way that it... Uh... Well, it, I like how almost all of the number codes play part of the, the Secret World theme. Like, if you were trying to play it on a telephone. That's pretty funny. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yeah. Next time you're, you're going through uh, doing anything with, with the keypads, like, try to pick oh, up yes, part of the yes, theme Oh, yes, yes, I did catch that, yeah. Uh, yeah, when you type like, doo, 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 yeah, it's sort of the uh, the, the theme, <laughs> the game's main theme. Oh, it's probably for the legend. What's the what? What legend does that one give? It's got to be one of the Polaris legends. That's what it is. That's where I should be looking. Uh, I was looking for like the the dungeon, but that doesn't make any sense. That's not where it would be. It would be in in the in the actual lore itself. Yeah, it'd be like how to find. You know what I mean how to unlock the it's probably on tswdb.com everything's on tswdb.com <laughs> well the the legacy site just has put in any code three times so it's not the legacy site hmm. that's for sure which boss is it in between it's between it's the it's the hmm. same boss it's the viking one <laughs> it's the it's a between two and three no it's it's after three between three and four. It's the, the guy that jumps down, the, the one from Darkness War. That's the guy. You kill him, and then you go to the crate. So you have the the drog boss, the the female boss, like the, 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 the one with the lightning storm, right? And then you have the Varangian that jumps down. Mm. It's the one from Darkness War. After him is uh, the crate that you unlock with the code. And then comes the, the big fat one. And then the Dweller, and then Erdron. I'm not even seeing the Polaris lore on the... So it's not on CWDB. Maybe look on Cry Gaia. Maybe it's on there. It might be. Um, 5756 is what Cry Gaia says then. Yes. 5756. Uh-huh. The question is, why? The question is, why does it say 5756? The world may never know. Yeah, you can you input the wrong code three times, uh, Nick, and it and it opens. But 
supposedly there is a write code that opens it. it okay. Uh, someone says, I just found something on unfair.co. They said, as of May 2014, really? enter the last four digits of the shipping container number found on the outside of the container. <laughs> so obvious. Sense. Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> this is fine. I think just the fact that you could just brute force it and make it open means that people didn't spend a lot of time trying to figure out the right code. No. Or, you know, or what it would be. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Because why? Why Why do that uh, if you don't have got to? Thrown, uh, got thrown off a boat, bounced across an island. Who knows, man? No, no, I mean, I mean, like, from a player <laughs> perspective, like, there's no, there's no uh, incentive to figure it out if it just opens. Fair. You know? I'm sure someone figured it out because they didn't know that you could brute force it. Uh, but too many people knew that you could brute force it, so it, it, it didn't care. It didn't care to solve it. Yeah, like, it wasn't, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly go into Polaris and, uh, see if that's Wait. actually true. I wonder yeah, if I mean, that was something easy. from early access that got changed well it was the very first dungeon they probably didn't want to make something un unnecessarily difficult there you know maybe yeah you want to you want especially something as frustrating as not having one of the lords. yeah you you, you want to retain people you don't you don't want to piss them off um i mean it's one of the reasons we have story dungeon in legends right it's, they want people to experience the dungeons because they're they're not regular. I mean, they are dungeons, but most dungeons in other games don't have the same level of story and cinematic and actually have legends in them, you know, like lore pieces like Seagull does. I think they're some of the best dungeons in games, period, but that's that's my own bias. They're, they're really good, but I, what I'm what I mean is like most other games don't have like story shit in the fucking dungeon crawl right you know they, they would be separated so they or they do make... but the story is so i don't know segmented away from it like it's uh, they try yeah. to make it so that you know because they know the people going into the dungeons themselves are just kind of rushing through because they just want to complete the dungeon um but secret world kind of changes that in that like, not only is there lore for the dungeons themselves, but um, also there's not a whole bunch of, like, cruft. There's basically, you know, you have uh, done, you have basically boss after boss after boss after boss. You know, they're not, like, weighing you down with tons of, um, uh, like, unnecessary trash mobs all the, all, you know, all the time. And for the most part, they're all basically boss and boss and boss. It was a way to still make them feel good, but without needing to add all the extra time, if that makes any sense. I, I'm looking for 5756 five, anywhere before I try and put it in, and I don't see it yet. <laughs> you're, you're running it as well? I'm the person who's not running it is Waffle. <laughs> the person whose screen we can see? <laughs> That's right. I thought he opened up another installation. Yeah, I don't see it on the container. I'm, I'm gonna try it anyways. I mean, it could be, where did, where did it say it is? What did we say? Five, five, five seven, five, six. Five, five seven, six. five, six, yeah. Oh, yeah, that does work. Confirmed that is the code. First try. 
So then the question is, why is it the code? Why is it uh, the code? That's need the a question. selfie pointing at the number on the crate now. What? <laughs> I would say that might not be right because I don't know. It was just some comment on something, so yeah, need need to come in and verify. Well, it could be on a different crate somewhere. Uh, check the registration number on the the dinghy that you first poured in on. Search could be anywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that a lot. Then creating the notes on the map. Five seven five six is for sure the number. Yes. So, question is where where does it come from? Yeah, why the fuck is the number? In there. It's not in, in there. it's not in the legend itself. Or at least it doesn't seem to be. In the shipwreck, right? What? Did I pass it? I don't know. Where where are you? Did you pass I'm the Entering the, the shipwreck proper. No, it's back no 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 no. It's right after the loot chest from the first from the third boss, the lightning guy. It's 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 next to the animal well after that boss. Why do I think it's back here somewhere? Uh, I don't know. Drugs? I'm misremembering something. I like to think that someone previous iteration here was entering codes one at a time, starting with zero to zero until they reinforced it. No, but that's the thing, Zen. If you if you do three codes, it opens anyways. That's why no one bothered to figure out the code, because you don't need to figure out the code. If you can't brute force that code, you put in any code three times and it works. So that doesn't doesn't work. I retreat the dungeon and go back in, I think. Five where would we see five seven five six? I'll say there is an yeah, there is an answer to it. So therefore it's we're, like we're backwards is, backwards solving this. Yeah, I feel like this is like a hitchhiker's guide thing. You know? Oh there it is. The answer is forty-two. What's the question? Nah. That's a different show. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. We, we already just it's something like uh, the question was like, what is nine multiplied by five or something? How many roads must a man walk down? Let's say no, it is not on the side because on the side it says six four seven zero eight eight four thirty six hundred. So that is yeah. not what's on the side. Uh, check the map. There are there any codes on the map itself? There are. I remember, the, I remember there being little little notes here and there. There are, but I didn't see anything that looked. Um, That'd be funny and just perfect if it was on the map since 2012. Yeah, yeah, I didn't Nobody see noticed. any. None of the coordinates <laughs> were near it, and none of them have those numbers in them. If anything is part of the grid, it says it's in basically grid K27, but I don't think that translates. Only Vomer was still here. Right. <laughs> Palmer would know <laughs> if I'm like, oh, it's simple. It's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and here's a link to well, where you can find know, it. They never updated their website with it. And, you know, rude. Why? Why is it 5756? It's lore 4, right? Correct. It's a mystery now. It's a mystery that we need solved. Right now. <laughs> right now. That's it. We're doing it live. Yeah, it doesn't appear to be in, like, I just restarted the dungeon. It doesn't appear to be like anywhere in the beginning part that I could see. Now here's something interesting. In this chain that I found on unfair.co in the uh, uh, in the discussion in the comments there's one that was posted nine years ago. It says anyone know the code for the fourth entry? The bug where it opened after three random tries has been fixed. That's hmm. what it is. As of May 2014 
right, the crate doesn't. Someone says the crate doesn't open after three random numbers anymore. Apparently, it was a bug that was fixed and then broken again because it. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy, then it's already said that's how you do it. So mm-hmm. they're like, all right, just break it again. I don't think that's true though. Or if it was fixed, quote fixed, it was accidentally fixed and they unfixed it because I think I remember it being this way in PSW and looking at the PSW guide from the legacy one. It well, nine years ago it was certainly TSW. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they were just trolling everyone, telling them like, oh yeah, it doesn't work anymore, and then just nobody would try it. I don't know. People are actually kind of like, you know, we're trying random numbers and it's not working. Hmm. Interesting. All these numbers start with two. Like literally like every number I'm running fast starts with two. It's really annoying. I think it starts with a five. In fact, all these numbers I think are the same. Yeah, a bunch of these numbers are the same. I'm going further in because I'm thinking maybe you see it, I don't know, somewhere else. Okay, someone says, I'm looking at a uh, <laughs> League of Monster Slayers global.com, lomsglobal.com, uh, in their forums. And they said, according to the forums, which are the other Funcom forums, this lore has been figured out. I guess originally you could enter any code into the lockbox three times and get it, but they fixed that by making it so you needed the code. If I understand it right, the code is somehow supposed to have been discoverable through the Orochi website, but that website itself is broken, so a forum discussion has been going on for a while with people trying to find the code since nobody knowing the code, nobody knew could get the lore. Somebody finally determined the code to be 5756. Wait, it's on... But the Rookie website does work. What are you talking about? I don't know what they mean. Watch, there's like a picture of a fucking crate or some shit on the Rookie. Or uh, maybe you enter it as an ID badge number. Isn't it just um, Rookie-group.com? .net, maybe? No, it's .com. It works. It comes up. Yeah, there's a Rookie employee IDs. For sure. Although I don't know why you would necessarily need that. Global strategies. What was that container number? Five seven five six. No, if you're the one that the on the texture. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm next to it. Um, six four seven zero eight eight four three six zero zero. That sounds like a phone number. Like mentioned, uh, is it employee IDs? <laughs> is there a specific company this is related to? Equil, right? This this thread says something like, um, I don't know where this thread came from. I only got after paging a GM several times until they finally granted it to me. It was the last one I needed to complete my lore journal. So it said, apparently it was the last one missing for a lot of people. Doing a quick Google, actually, I found that the last four digits of the zip code given uh, for Polaris Biosolution Incorporated matches that code. What? Coincidence? Or conspiracy? So if you just do, like type in Pol- Polaris five seven five six. No, this is it's in it's in San Diego, California, which is nine two one three zero. Maybe they moved their headquarters. <laughs> Wait, Polaris Biosolution Inc. San Diego, California nine two one three zero dash five seven five six. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, the <laughs> the last four. What is it? <laughs> the the plus four digits, like the the block code. 
You know, no, what what place did you go to? Oh my god. Uh, I, I just did a, a Google search for Polaris Biosolutions Inc. Star five seven five six. Wow. And it gave me that their address is for Polaris Biosolution Inc. One three five seven one Zinnia Hills Place, San Diego, California nine two one three zero dash five seven five six. That's funny. <laughs> too hard, Secret World. Too hard. <laughs> that there's no way that's the the actual. <laughs> no. Are you fucking kidding me? I like someone put. Someone once told me it was the reverse numbers on the inside of the container above the crate times three. The reverse numbers times three? Yeah, it's on the Reddit thread. Someone once told me it was the reversed numbers on the inside of the container above the crate times three. I haven't gone to check the container. The numbers above the crate. Wait, their numbers actually... Let me go into first person. You end up with the remainder, so I'm not sure what kind of math they're doing. Yeah. Special math. Maybe that's why they were like, oh, good, it's broken. That's fine. It was Polaris Biosolutions because they're the... Um, where did it say it? The owner of the nearby shipping crate, the the IRL company. So, is it, so does it list Polaris Biosolutions like, as the crate company in there? Because I think the, the Biosolutions is a hell of a jump if you don't... It is. Are you saying that the... The game lifted a picture of a container crate from this real world company. No, just just that they put the bio solutions okay. on it, like supposedly, according to this thread. Huh. Like that, it should act so more than just saying Polaris. It should say like bio solutions or something somewhere. Well, Polaris. I mean, there's there's a couple of uh, psych oil. Um, also containers around maybe maybe you're supposed to look up the container number and it does go to like the real life company maybe you know what I mean? if i look up uh psych oil as one of the companies on the orochi group website yeah but it does just goes like 404 or something like that 408 oh, request timed out yeah yeah sorry which isn't a real like it's not a real error no, it's not a real error. Yeah, I can tell you because stuff came up at a different time. They didn't want to put anything there. Please use the main Orochi Corp portal. What if I do, yeah, 647088 or 3600? Just type that in because that feels like it's on purpose. I also got a 408 request timed out. If I just type that into Google, 647088 Now divide it by three. Carry the one. Reverse. The numbers and then multiply them by three but you have to be able to divide the result or is it divide by three. reverse it and have the workable number i don't know what crack there so <laughs> it's giving me a headache trying to figure it out i'll leave better minds to figure this one i'm gonna i'm gonna go off of that that it's the polaris bio solution uh Time maybe three. maybe like <laughs> the last four digits of the of the zip or of the um the shipping address of Polaris Biosolutions, Inc. Yeah, look up the owner of a nearby shipping crate. Of a nearby shipping crate? I see, I could, I could imagine, like, um, I don't see any shipping crates with anything on it. Like, I feel like them putting a real-life company into the game feels like, I don't know, um, like if they don't have 
exact permission to do that. That that could that could cause trouble legally. Yeah, it's a lot of trademark and uh, IP kind of problems that they can run into. They're like, we put your name in our video game, and suddenly they're like, what did you do? Excuse me? Oh yeah, people are going to be showing up to take selfies all the time. Don't worry about it. Like what? They use ISBN numbers on real books. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, that's a little bit different, I think. Well, that's just a cataloging. Well, as far as I could tell, this 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 Polaris Bio Solutions is. No, they're like we're we're not really worked... a public facing company. We are. <laughs> I get the impression that somebody just worked backwards from having that number that works in the name Polaris, and then somehow they got to this Bio Solutions company. I can also agree with that too. Yes. Uh. That also sounds very much. Uh, it's, it's a happy accident. I love it, but I don't. I don't know how they got there. <laughs> it is. It, it does sound like it's quite a stretch. That is certainly certainly far from elegant. Yeah, I I would more believe that you do something with those those numbers because that six four seven zero eight eight and the four and the thirty six hundred, those those are like. Completely different than any, like all the other containers have like a, the standard same texture on them with the same numbers. Yeah, I think like okay, five seven five six times four, twenty three thousand. Kind of weird backwards. Not... <laughs> <laughs> six four seven zero eight eight divided by thirty six hundred. One hundred and seventy nine. No, it's not even close. It's not even close. All right, get your red string. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, very that you look up the owner of a nearby shipping crate. None of the nearby shipping crates have owners. They all just say Orochi. Someone's like, well, if you look up Orochi, they've got a website. What? Why is this so fucking stupid? I have an idea. Okay. The dragon put that post out. To keep the other factions busy, <laughs> I thought gotta you get those world idea. domination points. Buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mission is accomplished here. Dang you, Zen. It's all you, Zen. What's up, girly? Like, I want to fight. Kitty. My cat's decided it's an unresolved she wants mystery. To fight. It's not the only one. I don't think anyone ever solved that stupid SD card mystery either. No. What was that? The one that got physically sent to the Funcom offices? Oh right, yeah. No, I that, ran that, that by a friend of mine. Uh, I ran that by a friend of mine who was a um, uh, a noted cryptologist. Did you get? And him that she didn't. She didn't seem that interested in uh, in actually oh. solving it. <laughs> That's sad. I know. You mean, you mean somebody that gets paid to do that? Yeah, like a, a TED Talk giving cryptologist, and <laughs> they're like, I don't give a shit. Cool. Like a noted, a noted. Like, oh, uh, neat. I noted anyway. like famous cryptologist, and she was like, hey, "No, for real, you should get, like if you help solve this, like you'll be internet famous. You'll be internet famous. You can make an like NFT that would be discovery. that would be like game news all over the place. Are you kidding me? So like this person sent this shit to Funcom, and like the whole container was a puzzle as well. Mm -hmm. And they made it through the first layers, and it's wrapped in a piece of paper that had like some." weird fucking poem on it or some shit like a puzzle poem and they mostly solved it 
she was yeah, like, like well why hasn't this person like you know at least given them clues as to what the answers were and i was like because it's secret world <laughs> they kind of did they they came into the forum at one point and were like all right you guys got most of the way there and then went off in a weird tangent but they didn't say where the weird tangent started yeah i remember so, that as well so nobody it didn't really help narrow anything down yeah, and, and he was like, well, why didn't, uh, you know, why haven't they still come forward to, to, to tell anything more? And I was like, well, because... It, it's a puzzle. Somebody's going to figure they're, it out. They're, like, if yeah, you know Secret World, they're, they're fine with people not knowing the answer. <laughs> or they're dead. Or they're dead, yeah. They got hit by a bus and were fucked. Or something tragically happened to them, right. Uh, I mean, that was my big fear when I was reading, when I was, like, reading, a, like, a mystery comic that was coming out. Like once every two months, I was like, I'm gonna die before this thing ends. <laughs> I'm gonna die with un unsolved questions. The way I feel about my gaming backlog. I'm like, I'm gonna get yeah, hit by a gonna... bus and not know who the fourth man is. And if anyone knows that reference, uh, awesome. I'm pretty sure like no one knows that reference. But who the fourth man was was is was a very uh, big thing I was focused on for a couple of years. Um. Yeah, the SD card. It was. It, I think it was multiple SD cards. Actually, it was multiple yeah. SD cards. Yeah. And, and like, it was. It was found that merging them together, you got like a single ISO. But then, and then it had a zip file, but it's it has a password. And then we need the password, but the password's in, in one of the clues that, the community got confused with. It's the it's the it's the wrapping the 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 note the poem or I don't know if it's a poem is the right word but the the weird cryptic writing on the paper that it was wrapped in is the I believe supposed to be the password clue or something. Uh, I really just want to like fucking. Uh, I think I I used to have the the files, and I believe they got archived into the new forum as well. They did. I need yes. to go like grab them again and just try and like aim a brute forcer at it. <laughs> like, fuck this thing. I don't care. Yeah, that's why I went to my friend and I was like, no, you can solve this. You can solve this. It's cool. Like that would be really cool. Like, I, and she, but she was like, but why? Why did they make it in the first place? I'm like, because you have to understand what Secret World is in the first place. <laughs> the Secret Secret World is all about the. the like, well, it's just a uh, you know, just just an MMO, right? I was like, well, yes, but also no. <laughs> just an MMO. You, I hope you slapped them. I'm like, yes, but but also, like, it's it's not like, you know, you're talking like this is WoW or Final Fantasy or something. Like, this is, you know, this has this has more depth than people realize. Yeah, for sure. And also, apparently, uncrackable codes. Yeah, like, you could play, like, you could play, like, WoW and Final Fantasy. You'll not get as much out of it, sure, but... Well, you um, won't complete the investigation missions without a fucking guide if you play it like that either. Yeah, you just get stuck. You know what's really great too is is right right out the gate in Kingsmith, right? The Kingsmith Code one where you go to the paintings, and every single painting that's not the right one still has like clues to a wrong place. Yes, still still sends you somewhere yeah. else entirely. Yeah, and when you find that place, it's like. Go back to the, <laughs> go back to the town hall, like 
So if you if like one of the paintings, I think the clues end up meaning like you go to the gas station or something, right? But then you go, like assuming you got that painting and you solve those clues and you go to the gas station, it, the mission then directs you to go back to that place. It's like you know you got the wrong one. <laughs> Every single wrong one is a goddamn puzzle to figure out to know you were wrong in the first place, which is honestly pretty devious. Yes. It's an entire room of red herrings. Because most people that I've seen play it assume that the the one you click on with clues is going to be the one that you need to solve to progress. <laughs> Why would someone put clues on the thing that's not the right thing? It's fucked up, man. Just typing, just typing in Polaris in 5756 comes with a lot of really weird, like... You're probably on a list now. Yeah. Like, like someone's... Someone's car, 2012 Polaris Switchback Adventure 600 with 5,756 5, miles. Sure. Runs good, $3,600. Okay. Wait, $3,600. That's the same $3,600. Hold on. No. All right. Better uh, better print that out. Stick it on the board. <laughs> Someone has it on Facebook.com slash photos. Is a... Uh, it's... Napa Auto Parts website? No. There's a yeah, number say. 5,756 miles. $3,600. Shut up. <laughs> Did you know that that crate has a number on the side of it? Like the actual roti crate itself has a a number on the side of it? Uh, the number on the side of the Orochi crate. Yeah, I'm standing right in front of it. It's uh, 647088. No, no. That's the container. Oh. The crate you open. The the box in the box. Yeah. X three five zero zero four dash A zero zero. After the box opens? Oh no, no. okay. No, I see it's on the side. side. I'm using my headlamp. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. X three five zero zero four dash A zero zero one. And it looks like there's something on the other side, too, but it looks exactly the same. Yeah, mirrored textures are a great way to save some processing time. There's another container in the back that says X35014-8004. That one, yeah, no, it has, yeah, it has a number on the side. Google, <laughs> you got from me X35. 004-A001. I'm going to end up on you on some list. If you're not already. God, no, it's just coming up with just crap. Unless it was through the Orochi website. Yeah. Everything's always through the Orochi website. Here at orochigroup.com. Like, it's not a long know. trip. Not the employee finder. Right, we know that's a... Most of the website doesn't have stuff on it. It gives you that, like... Yeah. It's pretty specific. Signatures. Dude, I never noticed this before. What, what? the fuck? You're still in the dungeon, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, go walk back to the where you first jumped down to fight the boss. Okay. Very first okay. boss. Or no? Well, you can't get there. All right. Yeah. Just go back to where, like, where you jumped down to fight the Vernadian guy, and then um, at the back, there's a crate that has. 13.0.0.0.0 in like a weird fucking writing on the crate. 
Yeah, it does. See what I mean? 13 point, yeah, zero, 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 zero. Or 13.0.0.0.0. Now, what the heck is that supposed to be? The Bakhtung long count? My in calendar? My in calendar. Second studio album by British math rock band This Town Needs Guns, released 22 January 2013. So that's that's the name of the band, This Town Needs Guns, TTNG. But it's their cover is basically a picture of a Mayan calendar, which at the time that this game released, the whole right. end of the world Mayans thing was pretty dang big at the time. I'm like, is there a 5756 on this page? <laughs> Give me the 5756. Well, maybe you need to... Is there like a Mayan calendar like date conversion? Because maybe that's what the other numbers go to. You know what I mean? Got you. The the six four seven zero eight eight four and thirty six hundred. Is it like a uh, Mayan calendar converter? There is. Uh, any date on the Gregorian calendar can be converted. I oh, just hit midnight. I was like, why did I flash? Okay. Long count date thirteen point oh. Okay, so it is in that format thirteen point oh 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 oh. Calendars within calendars within calendars. If I had to guess, I would say being super... Like, Okay, by the way, like 14,000 hours in the game, never fucking seen this. want to put that, point that out. Never seen this writing on this crate fucking ever. But the fact that it's on a crate and it's the Mayan calendar probably means... That, that has something to do with solving the code on the other crate, right? Okay. Like, that would just make a secret world kind of sense. It's just a, a second tie tie together, like the, the Varangian. Uh, yeah, ho- hold on. I'll, um... They're, they're throwing, throwing all these clues. Like, we, we find a couple of them. Uh, uh Waffle, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this picture. Um... Okay, 13.0000 corresponds to December 21st, 2012. No, but I'm thinking of the Mayan calendar itself as probably like the key or or the or the thing that you would somehow feed those other numbers into. I just don't okay. understand how yet. That makes sense. Oh, gotcha. That's my, I gotcha. That's my, that's my guess anyways. Something um, to end up at 5756. Yeah. You want to show this on the screen, Waffle? It's, it's almost positive that that's 6470884 and 3600 have something to do with it. Because I, I was looking at something with the Mayan calendar, and it looks like... Where did I see it? When I was looking at conversion, it looked like you oftentimes ended up with four digits. Uh, Show the crate. There it is. There's the crate. There's the crate that I have never fucking seen the writing on. But it reminds me of the writing that's on Hell Raised in Boss 5 that you also don't normally see. It looks, I think, that same font. And it says, like, that's something like Hail to the King or, or, or something like that. Um, might just Darkness War prep signs. It seems too coincidental that that is in a weird non-standard font on a crate. And then later in that same part of the dungeon is a crate that needs a code. 
I, I feel like that probably has something to do with it. Um, but what I was going to say was, where did I see it? I saw something that said, like, uh, there was some kind of Mayan number, and it, started, it was a four-digit four digit number that started with a four that I saw in here. So it would be, like, the long count date, but it would be 5759? 2012 was the whole end of days. Yeah, 2012 was, like, was supposed to be... Uh, it was part of the end of days, yeah. Yeah, it was a whole Mayan thing. 5756 is 1996 in Jewish calendar. Okay. Anytime after September 95. It's not in the lore itself, but isn't the Polaris, doesn't it tell you when it was lost? Like somewhere else in the game? In the intro, uh, the radio call. Or when you're you're coming up over the ridge, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds right. Maybe you could just punch in a date. Oh, my headphones just died. <laughs> oh no! Now, when when Jimmy comes back, as his headphones just died, be like, "We totally figured it out!" Oh my gosh, Jimmy, you missed it! I totally figured it out while you were gone. You son of a bitch! I know you're trolling me. That's what makes it worse. <laughs> gone five seconds. You're like, aha! I got it. You dumb motherfucker! Now I've forgotten it forever. It's like lost at sea. Something, something, right? Or is it? Is it when you pick up the mission from the... I don't know. might be when you pick up the mission actually from Kingsmith. Because isn't there like an intro? I'm pretty sure there's an intro when you pick it up. Okay, so I think I've, uh, I think I've come across it. Well, not, not the real thing. Um, if you're going to do the long, date, long count date of the Mayan calendar and end up with 13-5756, <laughs> that transcribes to September 23rd, 2118. Not for like a couple hundred years in the future. When was Moons of Madness? Not that far. <laughs> it was like 20, <laughs> 2050 or something like that. When was Moons of Madness? How fucking far in advance are we going here? That's, that's a legitimate question with these guys for sure. It, it is. Like, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, I know we just bought your studio, but we need you to hide this code. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to... And just uh, grab the initial mission. I'm pretty sure there's like a starting cinematic or something. Oh, there absolutely is, yeah. Starring Tim Russ, by the way, which is fantastic. Date. Yeah, it's a voiceover somewhere. August 13th, 2007. Sounds about right. Could be. How many minutes away from Halloween is that? Like, <laughs> Not many. All right, look, I mean... look, at, look at the hours. Like there, There's something. There's something there. <laughs> 95.9 hours away. Like, uh, almost, well, almost four days exactly. Wait, there's a four. That's the middle container number. Wait. That's, yeah, that's the, that's the missing container. Okay. 24 okay. hours times 60 <laughs> times four. Get more string. Is 5,760 minutes. So four days is 3,600 is uh, basically 60 squared. So it's 60 hours, two and a half days. I'm dying over here. What is this nonsense? I wonder if Andy knows. He won't tell. I, I, I feel like he would at this point. <laughs> I, I would hazard a guess that he doesn't. I would guess more than anything else that he doesn't know. 
Um, Unless he's had to solve it for somebody or something, like, personally. But, I, like, I don't think he knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, did, he wouldn't have that off the top of his head. He'd be like, I have to go find somebody who might actually know. Is it? Maybe it's when you do the second cinematic. Coming up over the hill. Or no. Talking about voiceovers. Did anyone come back for South Africa? Like, anyone? Well, yeah, I mean, aren't all the faction... Oh, uh, Harry Walgren, yeah, came back and um. Look at your link. Your link got uh blocked. Then what are you and, doing? Uh, oh yeah, uh, Atlantic say, Ocean, August four. It's fourteenth, two thousand seven. August fourteenth, two thousand seven. Is what now? When the Flares was lost. Flip Florida man can see it. August 14th, 2007. I'm just angry the side of this crate has 3,600, and then I type in something for 5756, and it points to some random uh, jet ski on Facebook. Be on Facebook. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm just distracted by your, your cat right now. Oh, yeah. She's, um... Gotta catch that tail. She's, yeah, you see my uh, my chair back here <laughs> has a hole in it. And what she does is she loves climbing up there and then chasing her tail through the hole. Oh, there she goes. Okay. She reaches through the back, yep, that's, and she tries catching. <laughs> very, very undignified. It's quality content. <laughs> Please like and you. subscribe. But she just, uh, she was just spayed like, like four days ago. Oh, sweetie. Well, it, it prevented her from being in heat anymore, which is a good thing, but she still has quite the scar. What are you doing? You're not supposed to lick it. She's like, you can't stop me. I can't. The doctor gave us one of those, like, collars to put on her. And I was like, mm. are you kidding me? You want me to put a collar on a cat? Are you sure about that? Maybe. Do you think that's a good idea? One of my friends had a, a cat that needed surgery, and they, they got a collar for him. And are you, uh, are you eating my chair? You jerk. What are you doing? Stop it. And this poor cat, he, he gets home and he, he starts to get his bearings. He he goes to get his food and of course it like it, it bottoms out. He he can't get to the dish. So they they sorted that out, got some little risers and everything. But then he, he's like, All right, I, I ate. I'm gonna go lay down next to the uh next to the the heater in his little spot and uh gets to the door and then hits the doorway. Just freezes there. Poor guy had to pick him up, move him over six inches before he could keep walking. No, you don't want those. The problem with this cat is that um, the people who owned her before us, they just basically, they found her underneath a, a car in like a random parking lot in the middle of a pouring rainstorm. As you she do. she was much smaller as a kitten. And um, it, was, it was one of my cousins like a, a distant relation cousin. I don't really know them that well. But like word came to like to my mother and then my mother was like, you know, this person's trying to get uh, get rid of this kitten, find a home for this kitten. And I was like, you know what? We can take her. So we ended up getting her. But uh, in the meantime, my cousin didn't like feed her with cat food, whatever they were eating. So she the is table. the biggest scavenger of... Whatever we're eating now, she's like, ooh, can I have some? I'll eat that. So she is such a... Um, 
she will like whatever you're eating she'll just come and steal it so i was eating some chicken nuggets before and i turned my head for one second and she just grabbed an entire chicken nugget and just ran it's like you jerk what are you doing accepting your offering you sacrifice your so, your your uh but she'll do with anything like there's some foods that she's now a little better with, but pretty much any food should be like, "What are you eating? What what is that? What is that? I want some. Can I have some?" We've had to we've had to like Google like our like what is safe for cats to eat. Hmm. Come here. What are you doing? Well, you'll know when it's not safe. Yeah. I want to get. <laughs> yeah. At, at some point, we're point. just like, well, she's gonna eat everything, and so we we're just gonna hope that whatever she eats that she might know better not to eat it. I don't know. Did you know that cats cannot take spicy? They just they can't the receptors. No. I was gonna say because she's eaten spicy things and she yeah. Maybe it's just she doesn't they don't feel spicy. Is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, like they don't they don't have the pain response that we do. Yeah. Well I know that birds don't. Yeah they're just birds like, don't have that pain response. Vitamin A because, um birds are meant to propagate it. And then the squirrels just developed a taste for it. Remember when, uh, I think it was when they're, they're just starting to roll out fiber optics, uh, trying to figure out how to keep the squirrels from eating the lines. So they mixed in capsaicin into the plastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then the squirrels got a taste for it and stripped all of the lines that they just put in <laughs> left left all of the existing lines that they had been chewing on alone it would only go for the new ones now like you made them tasty is what you did like i like taquitos and your wire tastes like it so hmm. i don't know yeah there's a couple things that it's like this is spicy and she ate it and she was like that's fine okay all right it's got vitamins it's got what plants <laughs> crave it's what i was just gonna say that it's what it's crave. All right, holy crap! Isn't there, a, isn't there a map, like on the trunk of the car? It probably doesn't have yes. it on it. What are you talking about? What? On the bridge, there is a, the bridge. a map. Oh yeah, there is a map on the on the trunk, or on the the hood. We've yeah, lost. Probably doesn't we've have lost. It on. Okay, the only thing I can think of is just that entirely different than any other code on any other bin. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about the six four seven zero eight eight the four yes. thirty six hundred yeah hundred percent thing that is hundred percent where the five seven five six comes from right and I feel like potentially the Mayan calendar factors into there somewhere I just don't know how it it might yeah right you might somehow plug those numbers to a Mayan calendar. I don't know, and it spits out five seven five six. I have no fucking clue. I find hey, it hard to hey, believe that stop. Mayan calendar reference on the crate doesn't have something to do with the code. Hey, but hey, sorry, she's now being she's now being quite a pill. What are you doing? What are you doing back there? But yeah, it's one twenty two in the morning. Uh, oh shit, it is. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Before Waffle just hits stop and we're talking to ourselves and haven't been live. Before Waffle just crashes himself. He just turns off the stream and we're like, Cat, come here. No, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. Because I've done that, fell asleep in the, my uh, in the chair here many times. I don't think I've fallen asleep in my chair down here too often. I've fallen asleep in this chair for sure. I have seen Fox people fall asleep 
while they've been streaming, though. No. It's okay. We'll we'll keep streaming. Just get quiet. All right. Well, guys, the, do you know what the map on the car is of? The island itself, isn't it? It's Blue Mountain. The map on the car is of Blue Mountain. Is it? Yeah, it's just Blue Mountain. There's, uh, yeah, there's, just, just throw any map down. It'll be fine. There's the mansion. There's the quarry. Like it's Okay, all right. It's not the whole one. It's literally just Blue Mountain. Hmm. All right, well, before my cat gets any more insane, um, keep in mind, we did have a stream once, and she, like, turned off all the lights in my living room while we were, while I was streaming. Actually, was it, that was the, uh, while we were doing the, the thing with Scrivnomancer and, um. Oh, uh, uh, Shriekathon. The Shriek, our Shriekathon, yes. Yeah, she was she was doing insane things back then, and she's doing insane things now. You know, you're not supposed to bite the hand that feeds you. This is the hand that feeds you. Prove it. Don't see any food in it right now. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no food there. All right. Um. Oh, it's all right with you. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and stop moving around my monitor. Oh, kill it! Please keep moving your monitor. All right. Well, agents, this has been the zero point report. Strain 56-VDR, where we're trying to solve where this 5756 comes from, among other things. You can catch us recording live every other Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Zero Point Report Twitch channel, where you can also join us and chat with us while we do the show live, or download our show wherever podcasts are found so you can listen to us on the go. Jimmy, where can we find you online? Figuring out this goddamn puzzle. Yeah, right? And <laughs> World peace, but only after I figure this out. <laughs> only after we get this. Uh, yeah, uh, JimmyTheRabbit.com, Twitch.tv, JimmyTheRabbit, YouTube.com, JimmyTheRabbit, and at one JimmyTheRabbit on Twitter. Nice. And Toots on Waffle, where can we find you? Uh, well, I'll be figuring out the cure for cancer. No, you can find me. You can find <laughs> me find over at uh, TootsOnWaffle.com. Uh, so Trovo.live slash TootsOnWaffle. Okay. And all Twitter. The things. All Twitter. All of it. Yep. Uh, and Reframe, where can we find you online? What? Do you, go ahead and plug your uh, all your things that you got going on. All right, great. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at InmediasRes underscore VO. That's I-N-M-E-D-I-A-S-R-E-S underscore V-O, uh, voiceover. On YouTube... It's uh, youtube.com slash C slash in the middle of things or in media address again, uh, or just any of the socials for secret world. I've probably posted all over it. So, uh, should, should be easy to find. Excellent. And, uh, what about, what about you and the cat? Where can we find you? <laughs> I say I'm Ocho, and you can find me both on Twitter and here on Twitch at Big Mikey Ocho. So you can get in touch with us by engaging with the show on Twitter at Zero Point Report, checking our previous shows on our YouTube channel, and joining us on our Discord server, both named the Zero Point Report. Go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Just go. Go. Get, get, just go. Get out of here. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in and wish you all the best from the secret world. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll see you next time. And if you figured out why it's 5756, you goddamn tell us. You goddamn tell us. <laughs> That's very important.
Bye, everybody.